be more detached from performing live. Well, you better get into it because you're doing it tomorrow in front of thousands and thousands of people. I know. <laughs> you can do it! You know, oh, I if I it. were a Swedish fan and I bought my ticket, I'm counting on a good show tomorrow night. Look at it. All right. It's just that, like, I don't... You know, when I was doing it, it just is what I did all the time, you know? Now I've got, it's like, you know, we'll get there. It's a, and listen to this freaking schedule. I leave at 4.30 for the airport. After all said and done, I fly out at 8.50 p.m. I land in London at 9.10 a.m. 11.15 a.m., I catch a plane to Copenhagen, arriving at 2.10 p.m., then we go through customs, which take about an hour. Then a van ride to the another hour to the hotel. That gets me in about four. At I say six o'clock. So I've got about an hour to sleep. Then at six o'clock, I got to get up and go over to the to the gig. We go on at eleven. Can you sleep on the plane? Can you do that? Gonna, well, I have no choice. Yeah, you have to do. Hopefully, I'll pass out. Are you flying first Darkside, class? I got any drugs? Yeah. Uh, Yes. That's good. Well, that's good. They should fly well, over there first class so you can rest. They should. I'm a big star. Apparently. <laughs> at least over there. In Sweden. In Sweden, I am. <laughs> so then we played 11, so our sh- uh, set's over, I'd say, by 12.30. Then, you know, the, you know, there's the after show meet and greeting and saying hello and all that stuff. We leave for Copenhagen at 7 a.m. in the morning, go fly back on Sunday. A whirlwind visit to Scandinavia. It'll be fun, though. It'll be fun. No, I'll get, I'll get, you know, I'll get into my game head. But right now, I'm just saying, I'm just going. It just seems so crazy to think, you know, this time tomorrow. Where will I be this time tomorrow? I'll be in transit, you know, and uh, and that night I'll be uh, like on stage, kicking ass old school. And then throw the brakes on, come back on Sunday, and do the show on Monday. It's cool. <laughs> Sean, I know uh, you've got dreams of one day making it to the big stage overseas. I want to bring you home, bring you back some Swedish meatballs or something. That'd be great. A little, little taste of Sweden. Yeah. Hey, Sean has a big show tonight. <laughs> Fault yeah. playing. It's not oh, that's Sweden, true. but. <laughs> do the best I can. Mm-hmm. Lark's Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stafford reading Springs. <laughs> I'm reading this set list with Pyro. I've got the whole thing here. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like Vietnam on this stage. I mean, got a, here, a little note: red tape will be uh, will be on the stage to, as like a warning. Like, don't go here. Flash bombs, flames, and all kinds of shower sparkles, shower curtains. I'll bring you home a big bomb too for your next show. Oh, D, that would be huge. Full on show. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> Kill the entire audience with one of those. Uh, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. Um, it's Friday. Always a good day in anybody's world. Friday, we got a weekend. And fingers crossed here, but I, I the weather looks like it's going to hold out for this weekend and be a, yeah. a glorious weekend. It does. I mean, I finally felt like we were getting the spring. That I, I I think I got robbed last year of spring, and I thought I was going to get robbed of it this year. But it's just been beautiful for the past few days. I mean, that to me, to me, this is perfect. 
75, 70, 75, you know, sunny, dry, life is good. Now, whose musical choice is it today? It is Mickey's. Let's see if there's something that relates to drinking pee. Yeah, Nirvana. These out of Radio Radio 104. I guess that will be my mantra later today. I'm on a plane. I can't complain. <laughs> God, what a lyricist! Tremendous loss. Um, Ooh, dear. careful. Wow. What? What did I say? Read my words. What a lyricist, a tremendous loss. That's what I said. That's what you said. It's not how you said it. I know, but when you write it down, it doesn't sound as bad. Hey, you know, I'm just noticing once we have email here, I realize we interviewed Nikki Six the other day, and he had a certain cockiness about him. Did he not? Mm-hmm. I think he might be interested to know that in our reaction, while we had... Dozens and dozens and dozens of emails about our show producer drinking his own urine. There's not one mention of him being interviewed. Hmm. <laughs> well, I think he was overshadowed by Nick's antics. <laughs> well, like I said, you think if you have to know that some guy drinking his own pee overshadowed him? I think it would be an ego crusher, quite honestly. <laughs> Send him a note, will you, Nick? Um, that would be nice. Uh, as you can imagine... Con- the controversy rages on, and people are just still, just can't stop talking about the, the past days, couple days events with Nick drinking his own pee, and then Darkseid not drinking his. Uh, Darkseid, you'll be hearing from the peeps <laughs> shortly, <clears throat> but they're not, all, they're not all down on you. Some are. I mean, you got to take a couple, uh, you know, a couple of shots. But there's quite a few people who are also being supportive. That's cool. And then others who are uh, very much of the mind. You know, I always refer to the story of the Emperor's New Clothes. They're just marveling at the fact that Nick has almost become nobility <laughs> over drinking his own urine, and they just <laughs> want to stop for a moment and point out that he has, in fact, ingested his own pee. And should this actually be something to be cheered for yeah. and celebrated? <laughs> and when did this become noble? Yeah. <laughs> and I was trying to explain it to my, my family yesterday. I was just going, it's, I don't know how that happened. But he actually somehow looks better for it. Yeah. He's, come, he's actually improved his image by drinking his own urine. <laughs> I, I, I think no one's more surprised than you, though, eh, Nick? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I thought people were going to be pretty grossed out by it. Not they that, are. <laughs> yeah, not that um, they aren't. But, um, you know, I think Darkseid helped me out a little bit there by, you know. You're welcome, man. Dropping off. made you look better. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I really looked good. I just think that... Dark side kind of looks bad for a little <laughs> while there, which was the first for him because, you know, he doesn't really rub too many people the wrong way. I mean, he gets away with a lot because he doesn't actually say it. He has, you know, all the sound bites in his computer say it for him. So I think a lot of people don't 
pinned some of the uh, some of the rude, crude, and <laughs> lewd <laughs> behavior, Beth. Right, going on behind that mm-hmm. soundboard there. Yeah. Yeah. You somehow detached from it. You're saying, yeah, yeah. So I think this is the first time people actually got to see the scumbag that he really is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink tea. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Nick, I hear your dad was by yesterday. Yeah, yeah. How's he doing? I don't know. I wasn't here. You didn't see him? <laughs> no, I was out uh, to Taste of Hartford with Sean when mm. he showed up yesterday. But I did find out he actually... Every time my dad comes to the station... He doesn't, you know, do like normal people do and visit the receptionist, sit in the little waiting area over there. He comes back into our pod, into the (laughs) studio, into our office, even our program director's office, Chaz's office, anybody who's back here, you know. He was talking to Todd? Um, I guess briefly for a second, yeah. No, he was rifling through his drawers. <laughs> 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 Broke the lock. Darkside, you spoke to Mr. Lantino. Yes, I did. Uh, I was actually really nervous, too, when I came through the door and I saw him. I almost ran away. Did you think he was going to rip off your shirt? <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. It was just weird. It's like you open up the door and boom, there he is, you know. But uh, I got to admit, I got to check myself when he, when, he, when he calls or he comes in. Yeah. I feel like I'm some little kid again. What's I'm 46 years old, for God's sakes. How you doing, Nick? Yeah, have a seat. Yeah, do you, you call him Mr. Lentino, too, don't you? No, I do. I mean, I mean, uh, why? Yes. I mean, <laughs> he's almost your peer. Yeah, I know. Actually, though, he's, he's a bit older, Dad. Yeah. He's, your dad's almost as old as my dad. My dad's 70. How old's your dad, Nick? Uh, 69, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... So it is kind of like my friend's dad or whatever, but still, you know, <laughs> I'm a grown man for God's sake. <laughs> Why am I nervous? I didn't drink pee. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. <laughs> so I wasn't here though. So uh, was he pissed? Dark side. You know, Mr. Lentino is weird about that because you could definitely see the inner demon. You know what I'm saying? You could see how he could just go off the edge and snap. But he's always very pleasant to like me and Beth and, and Chaz and whoever's around. But he was regaling us with stories of Nick and, and um, the whole... What did he, he tell you? Well, I guess when Nick was 16 years old, um, they all went to, I believe it was a Mexican restaurant. And Nick was refusing to eat the refried beans. This is refried beans, mind you. Something normal. They're Re- pretty good. Re- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, why, wouldn't, why wouldn't you eat the refried beans, Nick? Uh, they kind of gross me out. I mean, I'll... I'll <laughs> they just look disgusting. It just sounds funny me. coming out of your mouth. Yeah, gross me <laughs> out. I don't know. I just couldn't eat them. And my dad used to force me to eat food when I was younger, so... So, well, he was telling me that everybody started ponying up some money, and it got up to about, like, 50 bucks or so, I think he said, 50 $55, and Nick still refused to eat it, wouldn't do it, didn't do it at all. And he was surprised that he actually knew it. He was like, this is my son, and he drank his own urine for $100, but he wouldn't eat refried beans for 50 bucks. How much now, today, for refried beans now? Oh, that's easy. That's, like, five bucks. <laughs> 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 oh man, he eat regurgitated beans for five for ten. <laughs> there you go, nice and hot. A hot meal, just what he wanted. <laughs> oh man, Mr. Lentino is down here. So you still haven't spoken to your dad? No, no. I talked to my mom last night for the first time, and. 
I guess some of our relatives are in the area, and um, <laughs> she's a little nervous about them finding out or picking up the paper and stuff, and I don't know. My sister called me and left a message about how disgusted she is to be my brother. <laughs> this is finally coming to her? Yeah. <laughs> your, uh, somebody saw your dad's car and was filled with copies of the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Snapping up every copy. Yeah. Yeah. Get him off the newsstands! Yeah. Get him off the newsstands! I'm freaking out. Yeah. With a picture. <laughs> a picture. <laughs> and an article because you drank your own pee. <laughs> My God, what does society come to? Yeah. You can understand the anger at the country station. You really can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh they are not. I mean, their producer is is great. She's she's a great person. And she was the first one who said something like, I cannot believe this. This is insane. We've been trying to get in that paper. We've been raising hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, this year they hit their mark, and she said nothing. But um, and they campaign. You know, they send press releases and they call. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but she's not as angry as the uh, morning show host over there. He won't even talk to me. He's just. Like, <laughs> hey, you should have thought of it. You didn't do nothing. anything. It's I not know. Your that's fault. what I'm thinking. I'm like, what did I do? You know, I didn't call them and say, "Hey, I drank my piss today. Want to write about it?" <laughs> You know, um, so yeah, he's unhappy with me. And actually, the the uh, co-host at uh, HCN's morning show, another good woman. She's just like we've been trying to get in that little section there. You know, I, I don't know what it's called <laughs> for Java. a few years. Yeah, Java. Yeah, they do the same thing, send out press releases and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> suckers. <laughs> Tell them nobody's eating their own fecal matter yet. Uh, that's open. Yeah. I'm sure that'll get you some attention. So Eat a hot one. It's kind of funny. But anyway. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. We got a uh, big show, as always. Would we ever have a little show? No, of course not. We've got uh, the recap entitled Golden Showers. Oh, is that the conversation with Seth? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yes, um... There's some, well, you have to hear. Nick met a guy at a club the other night. <laughs> it was at a restaurant bar. It wasn't a club. It wasn't at oh. one o'clock in the morning. You know, it wasn't a rave. Well, you're kind of. <laughs> no, it wasn't at the rave. Oh, okay. But uh, I will like to you point. Keep the number. Still got it in the pants, but it's just that I haven't, you know, washed them or anything yet, or warm again to take the number out, but. Like I said, he's a nice guy. Um, you know, I, I ain't gonna call him to set up a date with him or anything, but I'm a little bit you nervous tonight. People because can have gay friends just as gay people can have heterosexual right. friends. Yeah, but a person's value is on who they are, who they are, not what they are, what they are, not who they are. Is that it? Who? Yeah, what they are, not who they are. Who, who, who. Sure, you know but, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, sure, the value you, is the person, not their sexuality. That said, none of my buddies ever asked me to pee on them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, think I may have put the kibosh on the relationship. Yeah, and then most females, straight females, are friends with gay men. I mean, lesbians, they kind of just run in their own pack somewhere else. <laughs> but, um, Such an authority. As far as guys go, D, I mean, you're a man's man. I, have you ever had a... A gay friend? 
thinking. I'm running. I'm running through. Uh, I didn't know he was, mm. but I would be willing. But I still be friends. As a matter of fact, I'm incredibly disappointed in him. Um, our old stage manager, Frank. He worked with Twisted Sister for years, years, and uh, traveled the world with us. And he was such a great guy, such a nice guy, and everybody really liked Frank. But Frank never partook of the smorgasbord of women available to the road crew. Much like myself, except it was different. He wasn't married, and he didn't have a steady girl as far as we knew. And from time to time, you hear about a girlfriend or one, uh, something like that. And one time, the guys uh, got someone to fillet him, uh, put him under pressure, and uh, sort of like forced him. Good friends, good to friends. Submit. Yeah. yeah, good friends. Well, he, you know, he was just so very, very like meek kind of guy, but a great stage manager and a great guy. You know, and it was sort of like, come on, you know, surprise, you know, groupie in the back <laughs> lounge of the of the crew bus, and no, 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 I don't want to get it, no, 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 you know, and it was sort of, I don't know if they yanked his drawers down or something, and or whatever, but it was no biggie. Anyway, so then he worked with me with Widowmaker. We toured with Widowmaker, and he lived in Florida when I was in Florida. So uh, he had told me that uh, he and a buddy had had bought a house, and uh, I. Don't think anything of it. And uh, one day when we land after he the and a male tour, friend bought a house together, and you didn't think anything of it. See, I don't. I'm, I'm being honest. This is you should take this as like a positive thing. I don't look at it that way. You know what I mean? It, and it didn't. Well, it gets it gets even funnier now well, that I know. <laughs> you buy a house together is a pretty big step. That's all I'm saying. It didn't seem like yeah. anything any biggie to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's just like you know, oh yeah, Frank, you know, whatever. So we landed in Florida. And Frank's ride uh, was supposed to get was going to take a cab back to his house, and my wife was there, and I'm like, Frank, it's on the way. We'll drop you off. I said, I've never seen your place, and he's like, No, 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 really, really. And I was like, Come on, dude, we're right here. This is stupid. You're going to pay your cab? No, no, really. I'm fine. Like, Frank, get in the car. This is ridiculous. So Frank gets in reluctantly, and we take him to the house, and so he's like, Oh my, uh, uh, yeah, my my roommate's out of town. Yeah, so uh, I said, oh, man, the new, can we check, see the place? You know, he just got the house or whatever. <laughs> Go in. Being dense. Impeccably decorated. <laughs> flowers drying all over the place. Be I mean, beautifully appointed. He's shown us to the house, and he shows us his room, and there's no bed in it. And he goes, yeah, my uh, bed's on order. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm still not taking anything. You're going, oh, his bed's on. A and his, his, his room is an office, okay? Uh -huh. it's, it's a, a, so then he goes, this is, I'm using my, my roommate's room, king-size bed, you know, four posts, <laughs> sweet. You know, really nicely done, you know, like, oh, wow, it's a great place. Still not getting it. I am not getting it. And I don't know when it dawned on me. I think me and my sound man, we were in Chicago having dinner, and we're just comparing notes one day, and all of a sudden we go, holy crap, Frank's gay! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like, like, how stupid are we? You know, I mean, how stupid are we? But um, yeah, apparently, when he finally came out of the closet, he just completely disconnected mm. from everybody, and that really hurt, because I was a twisted sister, for God's sakes. You know what I mean? I, I mean, and it hurts me to think that he would think that that would matter. And it doesn't. And it, 
and it wouldn't, you know. And so, and but he stopped talking to everybody. But he's down in Florida. He, you know, he's from the New York area. He's down in Florida, and you know, he's got his lifestyle, and he's. I hope he's happy. But it, but it just was kind of sad to me. So no, I can't say I technically have friends who are gay, but I would be willing to. Seth, as long as you don't say you want to pee on me, we can be pals. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Seth, you're wondering? Well, stick around for the recap and you'll find out because uh, it's entitled Golden Showers and Seth stars in this next episode <laughs> of D-Snyder Radio. So do stick around, okay? And we'll be back. It's D-Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. Hello. Welcome to an adventure in better living. D-Snyder. If you're here, who's running hell? Radio now back to D. Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104. Today on D. Snyder Radio, special news, entertainment news. What's going on in the world of entertainment? And now the woman, Leah Rosen, who used to be on every Friday and Monday on World News Now, on ABC when I get up in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. she's just stopped showing up. <laughs> and much like our show or anybody's show, you don't say anything about it. You just, they just go on without her, you know, so I guess, so I'm not getting my movie info, so I'm sure Beth's got it for me. Well, we also have uh, What the Hell is Going On This Weekend when we talk about movies as well. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And uh, I'm going to find out who our TV families are. It's a special test to say which TV family we would best fit in with. Another one of those great tests we found. And we've got D-Day invitations to give away as well. I know some of you may have been hoping for a shame of the city yesterday or today or saying, what happened to shame of the city this week? Uh, it has been postponed. Actually, we never even got to that story. I know. I'm dying to find out what happened in New Milford. Yeah, what oh. happened to the shame of yeah. the road trip to New Milford? Well, when are we gonna talk about that? Can we talk about that sometime during the show? You know, Winona Ryder's up yeah. there too, Nick. Oh, I know. We were probably two, three hundred feet away from her. Okay, we have to talk. We we've got to talk about this. Yeah. Shame well, should we gonna, talk about it now? Shame <laughs> of the city's gonna be uh, Monday. It will be Monday. But it's not going to be Adam Thursday. Sandler. Oh, Monday, right. You can yeah. do it on Monday. Yeah. Um, so will we do it as part of Shame of the City on Monday, maybe? Yeah, we Tell could. us about the ill-fated trip, because that's the reason why we have no Shame of the City earlier yeah. this week, yeah. correct? Yeah, ill-fated trip. Sean basically wasted five hours of my time. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's all. Um, but we did make it to the Taste of Hartford yesterday. <laughs> so did I. And, I didn't uh, see you guys over there. We're quite invasive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a problem with that whole taste of Hartford, let me tell you right now, Dave. It is right. a mess. Yeah, something that you would... Don't take your family to it. Well, I had a nice time <laughs> and a nice lunch. We have really different perceptions of it. I, didn't you find it overwhelmingly crowded and the food not up to standard, really? I had a nice lobster roll and an ice cream treat after. Mm. See, in ice cream treat. Samples are small, D. But I forgot that our uh, little complex here at Stations is actually a sponsor of the Taste of Hartford, aren't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> great time, D. It's a great time. Good times. Lots, Good lots times. of people there. No, I mean, 
you know, whatever. If you, it's a good place to get. Don't it's, worry, Nick. A lot of, most people don't put much stock in things you say. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good thing for Hartford, let me say, because it does give people the opportunity to check out the uh, Riverfront recapture or what has you know started that whole thing with adrian's landing and stuff and kind of brings the business community together okay 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 okay, no backpedaling now (laughs) yeah really but no but at the same time you know i mean it's hartford you're overlooking like dirty parking lots you know so supposedly i heard you almost got your asses kicked yesterday oh my god these three guys yeah guys grabbing the dat I mean, that's the first time that anyone's that's a ever that records. Yeah, that's the first time anybody's ever grabbed a recording device from me, and he was able to get to the microphone and unplug it. But these guys were ready to kick our ass. <sighs> and they were serious. It wasn't like I mean the urinal thing. Okay, there was one guy who got pissed off, but he was an older gentleman who, you know, was an old school trucker. But uh, these were three guys who were just pissed at the world and. Of course, Sean was standing behind me, uh-huh. silent. Nice job, Sean. No, yeah. you know what? Well, that's yeah. like, you know, he's, he's like in stripes. My father always said, never strike a man in anger unless you're sure you can get away with it. No, in this... In and I this want you guys to know that no matter how tough things get out there, I'll be right behind you all the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a situation, D, where if I had opened my Dude, mouth, it would have just escalated things. It was best that Nick and I, Nick just finished saying what he was saying, and then we just both walked away. I had said anything. Because this, this, this guy looked at me when we were walking away, and he's like, he's like, you know what? He's like, I can tell you what you can do with those handy wipes that you're carrying. You can use it to wipe the blood off your face when I'm done hitting you. The enforcer, uh, Sean Robbins. Uh, we just walked away. Darkside, maybe it's better that you don't go with them because I, then hands would have been thrown. I told him I would go with them too, but I, I was a little busy yesterday to go. I got to start going with you guys because Sean ain't going to do crap. Of course he's not. He's <laughs> a little meatball. So far, Pretty he's only soon, made it it's worse. It's going to be a street gang. I don't remember that you ever were threatened with assault when Sean wasn't with you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's only, uh, only made it worse. Uh. Yeah, now that I think about it. <laughs> see, see, without Sean, you're going to be a lot less threatening. Yeah. You're just this scrawny little guy, an annoying little guy. Mm. Now you got some chunky dirt bag behind you. Yeah, and Sean yeah. had a sort of dirt bag look going on yesterday, too. Oh, total. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, we were able to talk to a bunch of people there, and uh, Beth violations all over the place. Really? I don't know if you noticed, but, yeah, we were able to pick it out. Wow. These, these people, I don't know if who brought them up. They eat like animals. You know, so we were able to uh, <laughs> cost these people. Well, I don't and that's think I happening was on Monday? And set them straight. Yeah, you'll be able to hear the tape from that on Monday. What about you guys going to New Milford? We saved that as well? Yeah, we, yeah, we could save that. I mean, I'll get more into the story on Monday, but basically Sean told me he had a, this great contact who is going to get us right to Adam Sandler. Very accessible. <laughs> we'll be able to talk to him. Possibly Winona Ryder. So I'm like, all right, cool. He's got a contact to talk to somebody who's in the know, you know, who's on the scene there. Well, six hours later, I arrived back at the station. <laughs> With nothing. Absolutely nothing but... Did you get a glimpse of him? No. No <laughs> glimpse. You get I mean, a glimpse the guys, of you, You're a movie star. He's on the movie set. You know what I mean? He's working. He's not hanging around waiting to talk to Nick and Sean. 
<laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of downtime on the set. It can be. It depends on the day. Well, if it's properly organized, there's a lot of downtime. Well, they were pretty busy, and <laughs> I mean, they had the street blocked off, you know? So, how did it look? I heard they completely decorated the street to look like a 1940s thing or something. Yeah, like that. see, New Milford is uh, a really. There ain't much going on there. Mm -mm. But this old Main Street where they're actually, you know, where they're shooting the movie, they did do it over. They put some trees on Main Street and they also uh, decorated a lot of the office buildings with old signs and everything. So it was cool? Yeah, it was cool. It looked. It we still got nothing. Looks now. Like we got nothing. Set, yeah. Okay, well, we'll work on that. All right, we're, we're going to do our recap, Golden Showers, in a second. We got traffic for you before that. I just want to read a letter from Kat in Bristol. You know, just points out the value of the recaps. Is D, I didn't truly get to appreciate the reaction from the rest of the staff when Nick drank his own pee until the replay today. Priceless. See, it's really helpful for people. Sometimes you just miss it, or maybe you never got a chance to hear it, and that was truly. Sadly, a major event on Deesmatter Radio. Dark side, you gotta keep. She says you gotta keep those sound bites ready. I'm sure there will be many occasions to use them in the future. I think they're referring to Beth screaming and me saying, "Oh my God!" I guess that's like an all-purpose thing. Anytime something catastrophic happens on the show, we just, oh my God! Swallow oh my god! He's throwing up. <laughs> oh, oh my god! No. Did you throw up? Oh my god! Oh my god! That was awesome. I got some on my face. Oh! Oh! Here you got some on your face. Still hurts. All right. Let's get a traffic update from Psycho Dan and we'll get to the recap. Psycho! Okay, here's the recap. It's entitled Golden Showers. It happened late on the show yesterday on T. Steiner Radio. It's Radio 104. Nick went out yesterday to the event that Chaz, she was broadcasting, had. She was broadcasting live. The place again, Nicholas? Uh, from the Elbow Room in West Hartford Center. And, uh, you know, took the opportunity to go down there and quite a few people came up to you. Uh, men and women alike, and one gentleman expressed an interest in meeting Nick. His name was Seth, and it turns out that um, Seth, well, Seth's on the phone. Seth, how you doing? It's D. Hey, what's up, D? How are you? Thank you for uh, calling back and giving us your phone number. You called earlier, I know, okay. because Nick said that, well, basically that you were trying to talk him and said that you would like to flip him. As, was that your words? Or was that his words? I don't remember anything saying about flipping, but uh, I didn't say that. I didn't he's say a flip. That. I don't remember anything about flipping. I don't know. We probably already had a few cocktails by then, so no telling what we were talking about. <laughs> Converting? Did you? Did you uh, try? I was trying not to flirt with him too much, you know, because I'm a very straight acting gay man. You know, I don't come off okay. you know, as being, a, you know, like a fag or whatever, but. uh Anyway, uh, I've I've been listening to y'all for about seven months, and I've, Nick's voice is just so cute. And I've always wanted to meet him, and I finally did. And I was like, I just happened to stop by because I was on my way home. I live in West Hartford, and uh, 
I didn't even know he was there. I just was having a drink. He, I, he, he happened to be sitting next to me, and then he introduced himself to me, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Nick. This is a different story than you're telling, what? Nick. You wait, said wait, wait, wait. Nick, uh, wait a second. When I came in, I went over to talk to Mudbone, and then I talked to Chaz and Cousin Chris, and Chaz pointed him out to me. She's like, oh, that um, kid at the bar was asking about you. said, you know, he was mentioning how you drank your piss today. So, and then I just went to the bar, not with, you know, I was going to say hello. Okay. So this is the same story. So yeah. Seth didn't realize okay, that right. you were, were, so you went over and you sat by the bar and said, hey, I'm Nick. How you doing? Exactly. Okay, fair enough. Okay. And, and then what happened, Seth? Oh, uh, no, we were just talking, um, you know, about all kinds of things. And, uh, and then I was listening this morning about the piss thing. I didn't know, I didn't even know anything about the, uh, him drinking piss. So uh, I was going to see how much I would give him to, uh, get, for him to give me golden showers. Oh. <laughs> oh. Now, now, wait a minute. Now, now, Seth. First of all, uh, when you saw Nick, you said you heard his voice and he and thought he sounded cute. Did you, uh, when you saw him, did you think he was attractive? Oh yeah, he's very attractive. Yeah, most people find him attractive. In a, he's he's got a sort of a cute guy thing going on. Yeah, definitely. And you, know, you know, he has a complex about his penis, and it's not his penis that I want. <laughs> uh oh, well, what is it? Oh yeah, tr see, that's a plus. That's a that's a plus, Nick. You have to think about that. You don't want to worry about size and that if you catch it. <laughs> now, now, um, did you? Nick felt like you were hitting on him, uh, and that you it was was he? I mean, were you uh, hitting on him? I was. I was kind of slightly. I was trying not to do. It. I was trying not to be too, you know, obvious. I was talking to Trisha. She was sitting next to me, and Chaz was there, and uh, we were just all talking, and uh, but. Uh, we were sitting really close to each other. Uh, Nick and I were facing each other, and it, I was, he was driving me crazy. I was about to just jump on him. You're the god for it. I, no, I gotta say something here. First of all, <laughs> Seth, because I mean, I I like Seth. I think he's a cool guy, nice uh, a nice guy, um, in a heterosexual way, I must say. But um, I don't want you to think that I came here today because I know that you must face a lot of stereotypes being gay. But, you know, Seth was really cool. I mean, if I, I mean, I picked up on it, but he wasn't hitting on me heavily at all. I mean, things as the night, as the course of the night went on, things opened up a little bit more. But, I mean, initially our conversation was, you know, it, it, he, he wasn't, it wasn't any heavy petting or anything okay. like that until, like... I mean, he did put his hand on me a couple times, but... Um, but a lot of people well, do that all, when they chat. Um, first of all, I find gay men to be very cool. Most of them are very cool, period. I guess, I don't know, it takes a lot to come out, comes a, you know, to, to make that choice. And uh, they really know themselves, and they're comfortable with themselves. And I find that gay guys are pretty damn cool as a, as a rule anyway. So that goes without saying. But did you... Uh, Sean, uh, I'm sorry, Seth. Boy, this is a Freudian. I keep saying Sean, Sean. <laughs> um, Seth, uh, did you start, you know, like Nick, he's proclaimed heterosexual. Did you start feeling after talking to him that maybe there was a, a chance here that maybe he wasn't in touch with his true self? Uh, I'm, no, I'm not going to say that. I don't know. Um, if I got to... Uh, talk to him more. I could probably figure him out a little bit better. But uh, I want to see him Friday, definitely at the brickyard. So I'll, I'll find out then. Oh, Do it in the butt. <laughs>
but you did you get but you did give him your um your phone number. Yeah, I gave him his phone number and I gave him I gave him some information to give you about a t shirt. About what to put on a t shirt too. Okay. Yeah. I made him put it in his pocket because I knew he's gonna gonna be too drunk and lose it. So, uh, well, he definitely has it, and he saved it, which I think is interesting. Um, you know, that he should, should hold on to that phone number. Now, is that just in case? Well, he said but, he I mean, thought Seth was a cool guy. Yeah, well, see, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not after Nick. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, get Nick. You know, I like well, I would like to hang out with him, you know, and have fun and go out and do things, you know. Liar! Same thing with Chaz and Trish, and you know, they're great people. Yeah, I mean, they, Nick can be friends. Nick and Seth can be friends, just friends. You guys oh, yeah. have to imply oh, totally. all this, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, but but Nick came in this morning and he was Seth and he was feeling like you had made were making moves on him and that you oh, wanted no. to convert him and things like that. Do, no, I won't do that anymore. But see, uh, all my straight guy friends love to go out with me because all the chicks hang out uh, mm-hmm. are always after me. See Nick because they because they think I'm good, you know, I'm good looking or whatever, you know. So I get a lot of I get a lot of chicks for my straight friends, and then they find out that you're not that interested. Yeah. And they go, well, who else is available? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do, a lot of women, do, do a lot of women, Seth, because you're good-looking, think that they can try to switch you? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. Awesome. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Darcy, you should try that. But you know what? Uh, Chaz, Chaz and Trish, they could change me for a couple hours. <laughs> Are they oh, talking Trish about from Trish sales. Yeah, from sales? Yeah, she's got a certain je ne sais quoi, as they like to say. So... Now this, now this, this thing about the. So you were actually calling in to say, "Hey, forget about drinking your own urine. How about giving me a golden shower?" Now you were yeah, basically. How, how much would y'all give Nick to do that? That's really up Nick, to Nick. How, uh, Nick, are you, are you into it? Wait, I, I have to give or receive the golden shower. No, give it. Oh, I just got a piss on you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can do it. Or <laughs> we can do both. Uh, this no. is something for your I, private time, really. Nice. Oh, God, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> we're not doing this on the air. You know, we'll, put, we're put, we'll put you on hold, and Nick can talk to you during the commercial break, and you can work, work out your little tete-a-tete. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, look, okay, I'll take this price. How much... Can we give me a price for... How much for you to pee on him? How much for him to pee on you? And then uh, a total price for both. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. To piss on him. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I'd do that for 200 uh, For him to piss on me? That's, that's going to be, that's going to be like, that's going to That's run, pricey. That's going to run you like. Four to five hundred bucks. What? <laughs> I always expect I'm him to come out. Two grand. I always expect him to come out with this huge number. <laughs> you know? Know. Goes, That's gonna be four hundred bucks. You got to appreciate about Nick. You know what? I'm gonna give you credit here. You're very realistic about the prices. I know. I know. He's yeah, gonna, he would eat crap for a thousand dollars. So I guess well, that's he, not too bad. Yeah. He doesn't want to price. Me, it prices out of the possibility. He's trying to make some extra money. Exactly. I'm trying to gather all as much as I can right now and like hoard any dollar bills I could get. So, um, listen, listen. I hear Mr. Lentino's heart exploding. (laughs) Oh my god. And and how much is it uh, would be for Seth to donkey punch you? Come on. Okay. (laughs) We never did get a price on that, did we? 
<laughs> it's going to cost you. <laughs> oh, come on. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, you got you know what it, you know what the act is. So, how much? Oof. Well, that means that he's got to All right. You know what? D, do you really want an answer to do that? Do it in the well, I don't want the details. I don't want the details. You know what he has to do. I'm saying what's the price? No, I actually am not really cl- quite clear on what that is. And I don't Well, really, he I don't knows really and I know. And know. the audience may not know, but let's just say it involve in this case it would involve a gay sex act and violence. Uh, <laughs> Nick, why don't you just say that you can't be bought for something like that? That's what I'm looking for here. Help yourself you out. Mm. It'll be in the thousands, probably. Low thousands, but yeah. For low thousands, you would uh, let yourself be assaulted during a gay sex act. You a man whore. Two grand. <laughs> oh God! Well, Come on, seriously. Well, two grand, dude. That's a lot of money. That's it's your, it's your dignity. Your, what? Do I have any dignity left, D? I mean, we'll try to hold on to at least a shred. I mean, if I mean, that's your bag, then that's cool. No, I but don't want to make. That's not your. This is not your interest. No, I know, but a lot of people will do things that they necessarily oh, don't want to do. Starting. He's headed over to an ATM machine. <laughs> I mean, two grand is two grand. That's a lot of money. Um, oh, at the same insane. time, I'm not going to be... Your name's Gay Falcon. <laughs> I'm not going to be a circus act here, you know what I mean? But no? if, uh, you know... <laughs> D, no. news for you. D, if you put two you grand out, I would have to just... Suck it up, I guess. No, you couldn't. You couldn't. I don't think you could. <laughs> oh my! You're just you're, just you're kidding. Both <laughs> write me a check. Well, then in that case, you could. You know, you're fairly attractive yeah. and, and thin. You could go out on the streets and make plenty. Oh no, I don't want to be with you know weird people from the street. Oh, a so lot of wanna... freaking weirdos out there. <laughs> but, but they're not said, weird. But I wouldn't we specify who it was who was doing the. Oh, forget it. Oh no, it's not. You didn't specify it. I would assume that it would be this guy Seth. Oh, okay. So he's fairly attractive. <gasps> well, no, that's not making me. But I know he's not some crack whore, you know, who's living on asylum. Okay. All right. You I asked. didn't expect that answer. I'm just look. I'm looking somewhere, Beth. I'm, I'm just looking for a, a no way, guys. no how, no amount. I, on one hand, I, I mean, I appreciate the, I, if he's being honest, the degree of honesty, you know. But uh, well, I am being honest, and I know that I know my sexual preferences. I've always liked women. I love boobs. <laughs> I love their asses. <laughs> I love having sex with them. I mean, you know, I love when they do things to me. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, I I gotta go. Do you need a private moment? (laughs) We can leave. (laughs) No, dude, but you know how I am. You know when, you know, Beth's not around and we're talking about chicks and we see him outside the window and I'm always like, you know. I just picture you like Squiggy. You're biting your fist, you know. (laughs) Exactly. These guys get the idea. These guys know that. I get really excited in the spring and the summertime, too, because you guys know the outfits that'll please So I guess you would disassociate yourself from the act which is what you must as do. much as i could yeah because that would just be two grand two grand and two say grand, hey this is like, i need the bread 
and uh, this isn't what I'm. This isn't me. I know what I am. This is just Ow! something. Oh, exactly. Right. No. All right. I have so far though. The only thing you've said you've drawn a line at is something where you would actually die because <laughs> you wouldn't be able to collect. Exactly. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, execution is out. Okay, that's good to know. Good for All right. you. <laughs> We're uh, taking a break. When we come back, are we giving away the D-Day invites? Yes. Okay. And what the hell is going on this weekend? It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Well, this is the time we tell you all the great things there are to do, for the most part, out and around the listening area, for the most part. We don't really get to Long Island too much, okay? Sorry, Long Island people, but... You know, you know, I'll be down there, but uh, basically we have to f we have to uh, go with the bulk of our listenership. So, stick around. Tickets, D Day, not tickets. Invitations, invitations. There aren't tickets. The reason why we say invitations is because when I say tickets, it gives the people idea they can buy them. And and to that end, Beth, I got a letter today. How much for tickets? Can I buy tickets? So I, that's why we don't want to say mm -hmm. tickets because you never say can I buy invitations, right? You never hear somebody say how can I buy an invitation. No, you, so if we just keep reinforcing that it's by invitation only, I don't want people to get in their mind that somewhere there's some tickets to be bought. You can't buy them. You got to win them. But uh, we'll give away a pair. It's every man and woman's got an equal chance. So stick around. It's D-Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. D-Snyder Radio. Oh, what better way to celebrate? On Radio 104. <laughs> Now back to D. Snyder Radio. We're going to get back to the old school. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's old and brittle. I think you're all right. Oh, well, that explains a lot. Radio 104. Hey, let's see what's going on. Oh, Monday, you know. We got to talk about our weekends, and I'm going away to Sweden tonight. I leave, headlining a big festival over there. Should be interesting. Although, and I knew what it was going to be, Beth. I got the word. I knew this time of year in Sweden, it's not really warm, and it's kind of wet and cool and windy. So it's sort of like April over here. Yeah, yeah. It's a little, a little behind, and I. Was informed that it is in fact like that. So, on these outdoor shows, I've played some over there where it's actually like you know you're running around on stage and you're really fighting the cold. You know while you're trying to work mm -hmm. the sweat. If there's a breeze, it could be a bitch. And Suzette made me a nice new top, spandex top. Strapping on the spandex one more time. That's right. <laughs> Nothing like it. You know, you know the best thing about. About spandex, dark side. <laughs> Besides the fact that it breathes, it's so revealing. Oh. And Nick, I gotta tell you something, man. Um, oh well, I shall. I'll save that for you because there's something more important than this. D Day Two is coming Friday, June 29th. We'll be broadcasting live from Six Flags, New England, celebrating two years of D Snyder Radio. And they said it wouldn't last, Beth Lockwood. <laughs> I say, ha, ha. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Just had to say that. Um, 
We're going to really be getting into the thing, you know. We got Seven Mary Three performing, Local Legends, The Flames will be there. And we're going to be performing live from the Batman Theater from 6 a.m. till 10 a.m. And then all day long, Six Flags has declared it D-Day. D-Day, Beth. One day, you know what? Every Six Flags in America will have D-Day. That would be pretty impressive. There are a lot. So cool. And to that end, they are having a special admission before noon. Yeah, I got to come in before noon. $10.04. But who wouldn't want to come in before noon? I mean, that's, you know, I don't know about you, but if you ever, if I, if I go to those amusement parks, I think sure. it's a day out. You know, I know there's advantages that after 4 o'clock admission special, and some people who are local do that. But if you're traveling any distance, you want to make a day of it. And what better day to make a day of it at Six Flags than D-Day? Why? Because although our party from 6 to 9 is by invitation only, they're opening the gates early, and at 9 o'clock, you come in there with your $10.04 admission, head on over to the Batman Spectacular a theater over there. It's, it's Spectacular Stunt Show or something. but And you'll be able to not only catch an hour of the party, but also get to see Seven Mary 3 play as well. And they're opening up Superman the Ride of Steel early. So it, normally the wait on that thing is like two hours. But at 9 a.m. it'll just be you. And yeah, there'll be, you know, a couple thousand D Snyder Radio listeners. But not everybody's going to be over there on the ride. It'll be so cool. And then you spend the whole day there. It's a Friday. The kids are out of school. Spend the whole day. It's an awesome party. There's two ways. Other than paying your way in for that last hour, if you want to be a part of the real deal, hanging out with me, Beth, Darkside, Nick, Sean, Psycho, Mudbone, everybody. There's two ways of doing it. You can call into our Snide Remarks voicemail line at 860-723-6071. And tell us how D. Snyder Radio affected your life. Don't cry about, you know, about how horrible your life is. A lot of people have problems. But tell me what we like to feel that we've brought something to the table. That we've somehow added something to your pitiful existence. Just kidding. <laughs> but call in to the Snyder Marks voicemail line. Tell us. We'll play it on the air starting next week. And if we do, we'll give you a pair of D-Day invitations other than that be calling number 10 right now at 860-666-4444 and you will be coming to the party and you'll be getting the special prize pack and these prize packs got d-day hats and d-day commemorative cds and d-day's autographed pictures and d-day chatkas and we got sponsorships it's going to be a great freaking time okay call now and are they doing once in, you know pretty soon as we get closer and closer to the 29th more and more tickets ugh, invitations will be given away okay so uh keep listening we'll have another pair to give away in a little while another blank message anything important nicholas no we're good oh okay we're good okay let's see now i lost my list of things i would do a couple reactions here um, we were discussing, you know, it was Ask D. Snyder Radio yesterday, mm -hmm. and somebody put together a little list of things, wondering, since Nick drank his pee for a hundred bucks, got nude for a hundred bucks, is there anything else you did for a hundred bucks? Those hmm. are two things. Was show? there one more thing? I don't think so. Hmm. There wasn't one more thing? Know. Okay. Well, anyways, um, 
people have, you know, a couple people yesterday, someone put together a list of other things. The genie writes to say, uh, so it'll only take $2,000 for Nick to completely humiliate himself in every possible way. Actually, I believe that's 4000 <laughs> But But yesterday we didn't have this new one uh, to have gay sex. Uh, he's apparently put a $2,000 price on that. If you, if you have a hard time coming up with the money, okay, the genie says, may I suggest taking up a collection at D-Day? I personally would be more, will, more than willing to donate $20 to the cause. What was that? Was that like one maggot eaten for 20 bucks? Yeah, I think that's one maggot eaten. Yeah, we could take up a collection. Could save that for the fall book. Could be a big thing. Two grand have Nick do all those things. And uh, let's see. And, uh, and Genghis John writes to say, according to Nick's pricing plan, <laughs> I like pricing plan. <laughs> it's like a menu. It'll only take one hundred sixty-five dollars for him to drink his own urine while having a bottle stuck up his butt <laughs> for one sixty-five. Is that does that work out? Is that still on the the menu? The bottle, or is that is once you've done it, you don't want to go back there? Oh, no, I ain't going back there. No. Okay, you've walked that walk already. Okay. Uh, all right, it's time for what the hell is going on this weekend, but first we need a traffic update from Psycho Dan. Psycho? Hey, Nick, one other thing. Uh, you gave me this letter from these other girls. Yeah. It says, we can do better, or should I say you can do better than those two blondes from Southington? Mm -hmm. We'll be looking for you at the block party on Friday. We give you credit for the P thing. You seem sexier and more of a man for going through with it, babe. Mm. You're welcome to stay with us anytime. Jessica, oh, that's Sarah, right. and Chandra. Chandra. Yeah, Chandra. Uh, so, but we got a letter from somebody who says that the two hot blondes in Southington mm. are playing you, man. Yeah, I saw that. Somebody who knows you, knows them, says they're just goofing and, and it's a it's a gag. I, I don't understand, though. It says that, you know, they're laughing. Nick's talking about anally assaulting you girls. <laughs> 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 Who's laughing at who? He's <laughs> 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 like, ha ha, yeah, we have him going. He wants to donkey punch us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Time now for what the hell am I going to do this weekend? That's where we tell you what's going on. I know, you know, wh or what's happening. Every weekend comes, Beth, I meant, well, you're not like the average person. Sure I am. Just <laughs> a little, no, you're not. I am. Not. You're just too organized. You probably have your weekends planned out for the next month. Well, I'm really, only because this summer I'm really busy, but usually I don't. <laughs> most of us, most of us think, oh, I can't wait for the weekend, I can't wait for the weekend, I can't wait for the weekend, and nine times out of ten we get there and we're like, oh, okay, what am I going to do? <laughs> we don't really, like, really think it out, you know, we're just sort of like, we want a weekend, but we haven't really figured out what we're going to do. I mean, of course, there's always the big events, but on the reg on average weekend, well, what am I going to do? And then you sort of sit there, like, dumbfounded. Well, we're here to tell you what you're going to do. I think first we should address the new movies, Miss Lockwood. What's coming out in the theaters yeah, this weekend? Yeah, well, a couple of big ones. One, which stars David Duchovny and Julianne Moore, is Evolution, which I guess is sort of a spoof of all of the alien movies that have been around in the past few years. And it's brought to you by the same people who did Ghostbusters, 
Uh, and I thought of other movies they did. Ivan Reitman. Mm -hmm. you know, big, big movies. They're saying it's really got a men in black kind of feel. Huge special effects thing going on. A lot of fun. Good, good laughs. Like I said, David Duchovny's in there. Julian Moore. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Mm -hmm. So they're dragging in a go actual Ghostbuster <laughs> to make the connection. And uh, I saw the coming attractions. It looks freaking funny. It does look funny. Yeah, if I was home, I'd be seeing it. What else is coming out? Swordfish starring John Travolta is coming out. This is a sort of a suspense thriller action movie. Yeah, I, I thought it was based on a book I read. I think it is. An incredible yeah. book. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. No, I had heard it, it was. Are you serious? You know why? Maybe There's, I heard it from you. <laughs> yeah, I think you heard it from me. And the book was called Operation Swordfish. It's a true story about a CIA sting operation. And just, just the mess that the interrelations between the FBI, DEA, CIA, and whatever other covert organizations there are in the government, the infighting and the stupidity that goes on, and how they compromise each other. Sounds great, right, for a book? Mm. And, it was, and, and the thing that was really great, it was a true story written by somebody who was involved in it. Um, and I was sure that finally somebody had picked up on it. And then even when I saw the first little clip, I noticed it involved the CIA. But from from the further clips I've seen, it's a full-on action film. Mm -hmm. about, and the story is about the world's most dangerous spy, a charismatic, multifaceted man who's hired by the CIA to coerce a computer cracker, Hugh Jackman, recently released from prison to help steal $6 billion in unused government funds. That's not the book no. that I read. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, very different book. So those are the two big movies coming out. And, of course, there's still Shrek, which is cleaning up. Pearl Harbor, still cleaning up. And uh, I forgot what number three at the box office is. Oh, and Moulin Rouge, which is... What's that smell? It's coming from the box office. It's Moulin Rouge's take. It stinks. The Hartford Advocate gave it five stars. <laughs> five of five. Well... Our own Sean, who loves Nicole Kidman, didn't give it five stars. No. It's a one star. I, I think elementally it has things that critics mm. might get into. It's supposed to look beautiful and what have you, but I, I don't think there's just, there's no hook there for people. Well, we'll see if it mm -hmm. picks up, but coming out of the box at number three is not that yeah. good. And unless it's really word of mouth on the street is great, but uh, I haven't heard one person say anything about it. I don't know anybody who saw it except for Sean, and he said it stunk on ice. Sean gave it one stroke. <laughs> That's it. That's my rating system. Yeah. One stroke. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, with that, it's time for me to tell you what I might suggest you do this weekend. Well, on the concert scene, I have two things on here. I'll recommend half of the second one, and Beth can recommend the other half. Actually, I think I'll save Black Crows and Oasis for Beth to read. Oh. You going to read them? Uh, no, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, Sunday, they are going to be at the Tweeter Center, and I do like the Black Crows. Uh, in Mansfield, Massachusetts, showtime, 7.30 p.m., and Beth was actually uh, had attended that show, mm -hmm. and you enjoyed it? I, I really had a great time. Both bands. Can you say that... The Crows were frustrated. Was that that show? Well, that the, the audience is sort of... They seemed to be. I thought the audience was pretty into it, but I think they wanted more action. I mean, he basically said, when you go to a rock concert, you only get back what you put into it. 
Which, yeah. you know, overlooking the fact that people spent a fair amount of money on tickets, so they already did put in an investment, but I guess he also wanted back a heavy amount of cheering and whistling and applause. So, well, I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of that myself, right. you know, especially if you're working it, but the Crow's kind of, well, he kind of does the Mick Jagger thingy, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rest of the Crow's, you know, they sort of stand around. And Oasis certainly doesn't rock out with their cocks out, that's for yeah. sure. Uh, Friday, that's tonight. If you like comedy, Dennis Leary is at Six Flags Theme Park in Agawam, Mass. Uh, to benefit the, Wor- the Worcester Firefighters. Mm-hmm. Showtime, 7 p.m. Now on to the fam things to do this weekend. I always recommend Stepping Stones Museum in Norwalk, CT. That's Connecticut. Uh, it's an interactive museum for children. Hands-on fun things for them to do like log flume runs submarine and helicopters to play in a music room lego car races where you build your own car to race that's cool that's like you know bring the kids in and let them go nuts also kid city in middletown connecticut hard to describe promise you won't be disappointed if you bring your kids there i'd say that's up to ages you know nine you know like two to nine years old at 10 or 11, they'll, pretend, they'll act like they're disinterested, but they're still fool around. But once you get past there, it's over. Um, Kid Fest is happening June 9th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's a free festival of music, magic, creativity, and fun for families. And Kid Fest takes place uh, over all over downtown Middlesex. Okay, for further information, call the Children's Museum at 860 860- Three four seven zero four nine five. Is that Middletown, Sean? It says That's downtown Middlesex. No, it's not a it's, town. Uh, Middletown. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much for the uninformed. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we know what's on your mind. Son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> In down sex, Middlesex, kids sex is happening. You did good, Jimmy. You did good. Festival of Music, Magic, Sex, and Creativity <laughs> at the Children's Sex Museum. Okay, great. <laughs> I was wondering why my damn copy was all sticky today. Uh, also, right, can we clean it up at least during what you're doing for the kids? Uh, that's true. Let's clean it up. Uh, 14th Annual Children's Spring Festival 2001 happening June 9th, 1145 to 5 p.m. And let's see, it's located at the Mary M. Hooker Elementary School in Hartford. It's free. And is music by Andres Castro, E. Group, Yabuco, and others. Yeah. All right, on. And games for families and children. And last but not least, for you motorheads in the listening audience, Mustangs Unlimited of Manchester. Is that June 10th? They're having a car show. Promises to be one of the largest car shows of the year there's over 300 cars on location and uh, they are a proud D uh, Euro sticker location okay so that's Mustangs Unlimited in Manchester and that's all I got on my list Miss Lockwood what do you have going on well first up opening at the Wadsworth Athenaeum for the public tomorrow is Picasso the artist's studio this runs through September 23rd they have about 30 works of Picasso Really? Go down. Yeah, well, that's ha- a big deal, don't right? Don't worry, you guys, because you'll all see it on my wedding day. 
Are you serious that the Picassos will be hanging around? Mm. Well, what's going to happen is that right after the ceremony and prior to the uh, event, you know, the reception, you guys will have a little tour, a little private cool. tour. Cool. Excellent. Awesome. So, like, so, like, when I'm checking that out, uh, Nick uh, will be outside smoking cigarettes? Right. Cool. <laughs> right, right. But for the people who aren't going to my wedding, <laughs> you, you can check it out between now and September 23rd. So, that's a big That's a big deal. Yeah, Right Picasso's here in Hartford. Huge. That's got to be like a, a multi-gazillion dollar exhibit. Oh, yeah. And it's sort of, you know, it's not just you walk into the Wadsworth and you go. You have to sort of call and they're gonna. it's going to be on a time schedule um, because there's going to be such a demand to see it. You know, people wow. come in from all over the region to see an hey, event like Hartford, we're a big deal. Yeah. We're a big deal, Hartford. Stephen Wright is at the Calvin Theater in Northampton tonight at 8 o'clock. So if you like really dry, sarcastic humor, head up and see Stephen Wright. <laughs> really dry. <laughs> really, like, arid comedy. Uh, free. I put something in my <laughs> microwave and I went back in time. <laughs> Stephen Wright. I thought he was dead. No, he's still telling jokes. <laughs> Free at the Mohegan Sun Saturday night. It's 70s soft rock festival from <laughs> Ambrosia, oh Al Stewart, and oh. Gary Wright, among wow. others. That's a free. That's a free concert, people. Free. <laughs> that's hard to believe. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe in myself. That's why I keep repeating it. If I this mean, show was any more laid back, people would be dead. <laughs> you want to hear Year of the Cat and Dreamweaver on the same stage. Oh my God. you got to head down to the Mohegan Sun. you it's got the to. Year of the Cat. <laughs> yeah. Gary Wright had another <gasps> song that I liked that wasn't Dreamweaver that was sort of a hit, but I can't. Remember it off the top of my head. Oh, what do you do for an encore? Fall asleep? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, as a matter of fact, they do. (laughs) Um, Change their depends. Still continuing at the Hartford stage is Baptiste, The Life with Moliere, and The Taste of Hartford. If you want to have fun and taste some food maybe you haven't tried before, they have samples from all over the region, different restaurants. That goes on through Sunday, and the weather's supposed to be great. And the good news is. Uh, Nick and Sean won't be there harassing you, so that's done with. So you just feel comfortable (laughs) eating and not worrying about violating any (laughs) code of conduct or laws (laughs) from Governor John Jay. (laughs) That's what I've got. (laughs) All right. From one extreme to the other. Let's see what uh, Sean's doing this weekend, Sean. All right. Well, first off tonight, D's big fault line show, Lark's Cafe, Stafford Springs. Woo! Um, we're going to do three sets. We're going to go on at 930, and we'll have the full light and pyrotechnic <laughs> show with us. And they also have a brand <laughs> new stage a that they built. It's like the fourth of July. <laughs> a brand new stage? Yeah, they just built um, a brand new stage there. It's a lot bigger. Plank. It's, yeah, no, no, it's really nice stage. It's <laughs> actually it. for Stafford Springs, I mean. Stage is good, man. Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to defend Stafford. Um, also, tonight at the Electric Blue Cafe, they're at in Tallinn, Connecticut. They have a happy hour special. It's a free happy hour buffet with the most beautiful topless dancers in Connecticut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like a little, is that in parentheses? No, that's, that's the my. The most beautiful my. topless dancers in Connecticut. <laughs> that's better because last week Sean was advertising the most beautiful topless dancers in Greater Hartford. So <laughs> yeah. these ladies up here are going to be yeah. that much better. They are. Most yeah. beautiful topless dancers <laughs> in the building. 
building. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had topless dancers in the building. Okay, settle down. Okay. Uh, also, the amateur phone sex hotline. Oh, the amateur phone yeah. sex hotline. Yeah, it's, oh they're God. offering a free weekend of hot conversation <laughs> with the most beautiful women in the local area. It better be free if it's an amateur. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm <laughs> sure they're the most beautiful women in the area. They are. They're beautiful. Oh, I'm sure it comes through. Hey, it's a lady. <laughs> if you're lucky, it's a lady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no guarantee. And then... See, this is this is really exciting. The Get Sex Tonight Company is offering a free trial this weekend with instant live connections with Harper women that are looking up looking to hook up for casual sex. And I can just give that that phone number. It's 838-0088. Why and use the phone number when there's so many available at 10 Columbus Boulevard? <laughs> there is. So what is that? Some you kind of hooker service? I don't know. They're just, just women that want to hook up for casual sex. And, you know, if anybody and the listeners want to give that line the a call, yeah, we can hook up. I hear they're also the most beautiful women in the area. She's a whore. I hope so. Yeah. Because you're really getting together with these women. <laughs> no, they're beautiful. No, if you're getting together with them, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're not going to be, you know, a sow, you know, if you're yeah, advertising I'm, yourself. I'm sure you're right, bitch. Sean. I'm sure you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Usually then, Cindy Crawford types have to use this service. <laughs> oh. You dumb bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, Psycho Dan, my nemesis, he'll be at the meeting house tonight in Tallinn from 930 to Lex Luthor. <laughs> at the meeting house in Tollins? Yeah, uh, he's going to be DJing from 9.30 to 1.30. Oh, Psycho Dance Dance Party? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Blitzkrieg Dance Party. There'll be no fun. Dance! Dance! I said dance! <laughs> we Jan- dance in terror. <laughs> With Janet Reno. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, just so anybody knows, you know, I'm probably, as far as my outfit goes tonight... Just in case, because I know Dan Tolland is right near Stafford Springs, and oh just God. because you know, just in case Dan's friends are around, I might just go with jeans and a t-shirt so they don't beat me up for, you know, wearing tinfoil. Yeah, live in fear of Dan's friends. <laughs> yeah. uh, I believe we saw some of Dan's friends. Yeah. I don't think he got anything to worry about. Yeah. These guys talk a lot of crap. They don't yeah. do nothing. And that's all I've got, D. All right. Well, that's certainly more than enough. Well, it's time to head over to the other side of the river and see what they're doing in the trailer park this weekend. Hey, D. Dark side. D. What? We got to wrap up for a second. We got to take a break quickly. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break, come back, and we'll get to Dark Side's world and uh, Nick Pissboy Lentinos. Good, we'll find out what's going on. So do stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. What the hell am I going to do this weekend? Continues when we return. This is Radio 104. There's something to say to me. Can I come over? D. Snyder Radio. It's in the guy's ass. That's not the real story. Nick, you rock my box. What's the real story? Uh, you rock my world. D. Snyder Radio. It's important enough to squeeze your cheeks for. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 666-4444. On Radio 104. Next week on D. Snyder Radio, look forward to Sagan Zivas. And usually we do the family feud on Mondays, but there's some issues with our computer and our server. And what happened? Our survey, our poll got messed up or what? 
Well, what it is is we're actually getting ready to switch over to a different server, and there's going to be a new way for me to do the feud. And it's right. just uh, it's going to take a couple of days for me to learn this new system. So there is no peeps poll at this time. The peeps poll is going to be down until later this afternoon because we have okay. to switch it over. Will people be able to go there this weekend? Absolutely. Okay. So go there this weekend, answer the survey questions. We'll be doing the feud later next week. But I uh, look forward to plenty of good things like Sagan Zivas and more on D Center Radio. Okay, uh, let's get a traffic update from Psycho Dan, and we'll get back to what the hell am I going to do this weekend. This traffic report is brought to you by People's Bank. Traveling on 84 East, a little slow going from exit 43 leading up to 44. 84 West, steady traffic still from Governor Street in and over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, that construction is still there between exits 33 and 32. The backup is now to exit 38. However, it should be gone by 8 o'clock. 91 North looks good. There's no delays there. Traveling on Route 2 is going to be slow, approaching exit 4 up to the flyover. And down in New Haven, that uh, breakdown on the middle of the Q Bridge is gone. However, the backup is still there to exit 53. At 744, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. All right. Well, now let's find out what our friends from the South, the south are doing. <laughs> south Connecticut. No, Dark Side. It's your white trash weekend. <laughs> All right, so uh, on television tonight at 7.30, from 7.30 till 9.30 on Showtime, is the return of Swamp Thing. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good show. Set the He's are. back? Swamp Thing, yeah. yeah. Swamp you thing. saw the first one, right, Beth? Well, yeah, otherwise I'd be lost tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, tomorrow, from noon to one on NESN, is Monster Trucks, which is always a good time. Good thing to check out. Good times. Yeah. Good times. 8.30 till 9 p.m. Fishing University on the Outdoor Channel. I remember that. F.U. Yeah. F.U. Yeah. That's right. F.U. on the Outdoor <laughs> Channel. <laughs> on Sunday at 12.30 on FX, it's NASCAR. Uh, I believe it's like Winston Cup racing. That's awesome. I'm going to check that out. Uh, 7.30 till 8 o'clock on Sunday is King of the Hill on Fox. Hmm. And then 11 p.m. it's the National Bird Dog Challenge on the Outdoor Channel. I've been actually uh, thinking about buying a, a bird dog. So those are pretty cool, you know. Really? Oh, to hang out with. The, they, hey, what is a bird dog? Do they point? Are they the the ones that point? Well, yeah, some sort of them point. Yeah, yeah, because uh, do some some bird hunting. So I get me a bird dog. Loki just isn't cutting it. No. When they point, do they laugh? <laughs> no, you ever see a bird dog in action? Those suckers no. are cool, man. They like they're totally dead still, and they're just like looking, and you're like, okay, well the bird's over there, and then you sick them on the bird, and the bird goes flying, you shoot it. It's a good time. Don't they have to train them to be like that, though? Or are they naturally like that? Uh, I think it's probably a little bit of training. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll take the time, though. It's okay. As far as events that are going on this weekend, uh, tonight, starting at 8 p.m., Stafford Motor Speedway. It's the races. Car number 79, the Radio 104 car, driven by Roy Hool. He is doing awesome, yeah. by the way. He's really With tearing up the raceways. The D-Euro, proudly on the bumper. Yep. Thank you very much, Roy. Um, there's a... There's a community drum circle uh, going on at 7.30 p.m. tonight. Absolutely free. It's the Buckingham Congregational Church. That's Cricket Lane in Glastonbury. Yeah. Yeah. Drum hey, circles uh, are awesome. Sean missed his circle jerk. Wasn't there one of those going on this weekend? Oh, I missed it. Did you want to announce? Uh, what is a drum circle? I'm pretty sure that's where everybody brings like their conga drums, djembe drums, and uh, everybody just gets into a, a circle and just like, you know, does the... This type of deal thing, yeah. A lot of hippies do it in the woods too, like we do it during our bonfires and stuff. 
This is a Christian yeah. gathering? Well, it's um, at the church. But yeah, it's at a church. Yeah. But it doesn't Seems necessarily rather primitive. mean that it's church members only, right? <laughs> right, no. It, it's free, and I'm pretty sure everybody can go and, and have a good time, you know? This is different when, uh, when uh-huh. than yours, though, Dar said. Yours has involves a fire and a pentagram, which That's is right. very, very different. This is true, but you never know. You know, they may break wild, get a little loose over there. Um, tomorrow... The 8th Annual Bowtie Classics is at 9 a.m. All Chevy Show. It's open to all Chevy vehicles. I'm thinking uh, actual bowties. No, no, it's it's all Chevys, dude. This is really cool. All GMC trucks. It's going to be a good time. Presented by Connecticut Chevelle Connection. And it's only like six bucks, and the event is located in Farmington on Scott Swamp Road. So. Mustangs Unlimited. Mustangs Unlimited. <laughs> gosh, yeah. uh, as far as concerts, on Sunday, 6 p.m., the Charlie Daniels Band is going to be playing with 38 Special and Dickie Betts at the Meadows Music Ooh. Center. Uh, it's the Reverend Ooh. Moody Overpass Doggy. right there in Hartford. It's the Volunteer Jam. You might have heard right, that. Right, yeah. 15 bucks, I believe, for like lawn, $35 if you want to sit in the pavilion. This song, I'll bet. People go nuts. Even I like oh, this. George even I like this song. So. You know where you're gonna find Mudbone this weekend. <laughs> as far as possible from this show. Now, just to let everybody know, I heard this is the last stop of the tour, so it's gonna be like a big blowout. It's gonna be a really good time. So uh, go check that out. Now, I wonder when they do this song if they bring out somebody to sort of represent the devil and they have dueling fiddles. Ooh. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah right? Because isn't he going back and forth with the devil? Yeah. Or does he do both parts? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Have to go. Oh, they're going to go crazy, those people. And one last thing on my list. I'm going to be at uh, Ricardo's Music in East Hartford. That's on Main Street on the Glastonbury line. Tomorrow morning from 11 a.m. till 1 p.m. There's going to be live music. A bunch of local bands going to be playing down there. Free pizza from Pizza Moonchild? No, no, we're not putting the, we're not putting the band back together yet. Oh, Actually, come I, was, on. I was talking to the guitar player yesterday, but that's a whole other story. Double bass attack. Putting You're putting the band, band back together. Putting the band back together. No, I don't know. All guitars <laughs> there on sale up to 50% off. So wow. if you're looking for a new gut fiddle, go check it out. That's uh, Ricardo's Music Center, East Hartford. I'll be there tomorrow from 11 till 1. That's what I got going Hey, on. go say hello. And don't forget that uh, Saturday morning, every Saturday morning, is D-Snyder Radio Encore from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. We play the best of D-Snyder Radio from this week. If you missed the whole... Nick drinking his urine thing. Uh, and you want to catch up on that, you can Dark Side Dave will be hosting tomorrow morning, right? Absolutely. There you go. Good. All right. Well, last but not least, the noble... By, by the way, I've just been found out that they want to knight you. <laughs> Sir English plan on knighting you. <laughs> Sir Nick. <laughs> well, D and everybody else, uh, tonight... Go down to the Brickyard. Big block party tonight. Love the block party, D. Uh, it starts at... It goes from 7 to midnight. Carlito will be broadcasting down there uh, with Scooby Steve. Live broadcast. Why does it say that on the board? It should say that on the board here. Right. We were just talking about Carlito is doing. Broadcasting live from the block party. Block party's great, and the weather is going to be perfect for that tonight. That's awesome. Yeah, the gates open at 5 p.m., and uh, they close off half of Allen Street there, which is awesome, D, because See, this is the first event where you could really take advantage of a lot of um, intoxicated women <laughs> with short clad, skirts. Yeah. Oh my God, I love these block parties because so many people come out to uh, the brickyard for that. So gates open at 5 p.m. So after work, have a couple cocktails and uh, hang out. And I'll be there later on, hanging out with Carlito and ready to take advantage of you. Yeah. Ladies, you're probably very happy to know that there's going to be a lot of 
urine drinking skanky guys that are uh, there for your for your uh, amusement. Yeah, there'll be music. Derek and the Fun Bags are going to be there. Oh, they're good. Oh. Yeah, they're f- they're a fun band, and Rump Shaker is going to be there as well. So make sure you go down to the Brickyard tonight. Coors Light. Isn't night. Rump Shaker formerly uh, the Blue Groove Holmes band or something like that? Is no, that Rump no, no, no. This is a different band. Groove Holmes oh, okay. band. Okay, still Groove Holmes band. How can you go wrong with Rump Shaker? And the fun bags. Yeah. yeah this is a good time. This is a recipe for a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they should combine Derek and the fun bags and Rump Shaker and just be <laughs> Rump Shaker and the fun bag. <laughs> <laughs> or fun bag and the Rump Shakers. Yeah. Whichever. And uh, this is, let me get to the big stuff here. Uh, Darren Strauss, author, will discuss his book, Chang and Ang, based on the true story of the historic Siamese twins. <laughs> this is free, and it's at RJ Julia Booksellers on Boston Post Road in Madison, Connecticut. That's Darren That sounded like more of a Lockwood thing yeah. right there. When's that happening? That's an interesting story, actually. It is. The famous Siamese twins. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> Chang and, and Ang. So you want to make when? sure you check that out. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's tonight at 7 o'clock. Okay. Just go there for the weekend and you're bound to see him. You never know. Sometimes it's, he announces things that happened yesterday. It's tonight at 7 o'clock. <laughs> Um, if you have babies, you want to go to Baby's World and, um, and kids' rooms, too. Uh, that's in Meriden, uh, Connecticut, on Waterbury Road. And okay. see, they're having specials this weekend <laughs> on, um... Cribs and baby's sheets. Extra All right, special. I think I'm getting this finally. Okay, it's taken me a few weeks to understand the method to your madness. Let me see if I got this straight. You and your kooky friends and, and your type think it's very funny to get liquored up and then show up at these events that obviously are not for you and hang out there with this writer like or other babies and stuff like that. You just think it's a big it's a goof, right? <laughs> well no. Is that it? Just, no, there are a lot of there are a lot of guys, you know, and you know, couples out there my age who are just having kids and out like dark side. And maybe they want to go down to baby's world and get a special deal on a crib or some baby sheets. Right, okay, Dark Side? I, I don't get it. You're just doing a public maybe. service. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you give it the dark side to do that. You should be telling the swinging dicks out there and the young chicks like where it's going on, like that whole thing you did with the block party. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of things going on. Like you want to head down to Wold's Ethiopian uh, restaurant. They've uh, traditional. That's right around the corner from the station. Yeah, I know. They have a traditional Ethiopian fare. Here, uh, all purpose. Mainly, music. La- mainly spicy stews called. Watts, and they're served in a friendly and welcoming environment. That's the it must be very small portions, because the Ethiopians I've seen look like they could use some food. <laughs> you want to head down to that Ethiopian restaurant over there around the corner from 10 Columbus Boulevard. <laughs> now, this is a big event that's going on, a historic event. I don't. Not too many people know that it's Harriet Beecher Stowe's birthday today. <laughs> I and, saw oh this my myself, God. and I actually. 
didn't put this on my list, but I probably knew you. Well, you should have because you are treading all over Lockwood territory right now. It's here. happening today from noon to five p.m. Tours of the home, guided walks in the gardens, birth cake, birthday cake, D, um, Latin American folk music, and uh, carriage rides and more. You want to check that out? And uh, they're going to be doing this all today at seventy seven Forest Street, right here in Hartford. Now, as I understand it, Nick, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. They have a a year of special events planned at the Stowe House. Oh yeah, I guess they do. Yeah. <laughs> so American this, studies this paying is off. going to be happen there. And um, if you're looking for work this weekend, you could be a wilderness camp counselor, <laughs> sleep under the stars, <laughs> stars, hike the Appalachian Trail, canoe the Swansea, and help uh, risk for your youth. You know what I mean, D? What? 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 <laughs> help, help what kind of youth? Um, At-risk youth. <laughs> There's free room and board, too. Clothing allowance and an excellent salary. And uh, for details... You could go to www.eckerd.org. It's not the send camp song, send is your it? resume in. Well, they. <laughs> um, also, if you're looking for another job, quickly, ladies, summer dream job. Uh, female lingerie uh, models are wanted, ages 18 to 23. $200 per hour, D. Awesome. Yeah, and you could call 860-742-8877 if you now want to. Now it's a job line we're doing here. What the <laughs> hell am I going to do this weekend? Is a job? Well, no, placement a lot of, service. No, a lot of people uh, on the weekends, you know, they they have, they don't have time during the work week to search for a job, so they got to take that time on the weekend, Beth. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm over the limit on that lingerie model. So. And just uh, another another thing for the ladies that you can sign up for this weekend. You can fight your way into a bathing suit, Beth. Three <laughs> months, what? Three months of kickboxing lessons, D. Only $99. Learn self-defense, <laughs> lose weight, and gain muscle tone. Call 1-800-552-KICK. Um, and check out this Volaris. So you can well, I'm thinking of taking that, but it's not because I'm not bathing suit ready. Yeah. It's because of this job. And D, yeah, no kidding. And D, um, not a lot of people have a Shelby Durango like you. So, um, <laughs> nice so, job, Nick. Yeah, here, tell them my I'm license sorry. plate number. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they wouldn't know it was you if they saw you sitting in that thing. Um, D, a lot of people don't have cars, so you want to check out Connecticut Dude. Connecticut <laughs> Transit, the smart way oh, to come go. Come on, Nick. What? Oh, You're no. getting the bus schedule? Dickhead. <laughs> We need to focus this. Is he drinking, Sean? Is he drinking? (laughs) Smell his breath. No, he's no, he's sober. Listen, if you want to go this where anywhere this weekend in the Metro Hartford information, what do I learn today? (laughs) Hey, you know the Belmont is tomorrow, so everybody should head over to OTV today, Nick. You didn't tell people that. Oh, okay, dude, you have got to go to OTV for the shame of the city. Okay. 
Awesome. I'll go down there. Yeah. Uh, Dude, you have got to focus. <laughs> Focusing, no. All right, dude. You here are you all go. Over the road. You want some here? Greek Festival 2001, June 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. St. George Greek Orthodox Cathedral. Go there for Greek food, Greek pastry, Greek imports, and Greek music. <laughs> That's happening all this weekend, starting today at 11 a.m. So, an hour after our show, D, you and I could cruise down there for some Greek food and pastry. Whip out um, everything yeah. you got and do it in the butt. Oh okay, thank you no, so much, man. What no- the hell are you going to do this weekend? Yeah, one more thing. Oh, no, please. <laughs> well, if you have problems with your teeth, you could go to Dr. William Fafum, Worlds of Mouth Dentistry. He practices general dentistry and he installs crowns and bridges. What is he giving you to do this? Is he giving you free dental work? No, it's just uh, here right down downtown. This Hartford. is what the hell am I going to do this weekend? Get my teeth fixed? <laughs> A lot of people don't have time during the Sure, week. but it's not. They don't want to know about, oh, where should I go to the dentist? Well, a lot of people don't know good dentists. And I hear this Dr. Fathman is really he good. never heard of him before, so stop. The kind. He's this is are you going to get your act together? Yeah. But he is he's giddy. This is what he I finds know. to be funny. I don't know. I'm funny. Him and his friends hanging out in a dentist's office. I make you laugh? I'm just trying to provide a lot of different, there are a lot of different things that people could do over the course of the weekend that they might not be able to take care of during the week. And if you have bad teeth and you have rotten gums like Dark Side, you know, maybe you take Saturday afternoon and you go visit a great dentist like Dr. Fafman. That you know, like now that you mention it, after the week you've had, you might want to go for a cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> Look a little yellower than they were on Monday, okay? Oh, God. Okay. Wow. That was most, for the most part, what the hell am I going to do this weekend? (laughs) Have a great weekend, everybody, okay? Now, uh, I'm going to take a break. Come back. It's time for entertainment news. Is it not? Yes, thank God. Great. And Beth Lockwood, I always look forward to entertainment news because, you know, I think everybody's kind mm-hmm. of intrigued by the world of movies and television sure. and what's going on there and written and recorded music. So uh, do tease us. Well, there's a poll that's been taken as to who is the sexiest Latina. The results may surprise you. Also, is there know. trouble in paradise for Tara Reid and Carson Daly? Tell you about that. Uh, Melissa Etheridge finds a new sweetie. Good for her. Bon Jovi talking at yet another university, and this is a big time university. Oh, is he? Sharon Stone files a lawsuit. Update on winners at last night's MTV Movie Awards. Also, you can get your share doll again if you thought maybe you couldn't because the 70s are over. Have no fear. Also, uh, news on former Seinfeld cast member Jason Alexander. Well, there you go. All right. Do stick around for all that and more on D-Sider Radio. It is Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. D-Sider Radio. Oh, what better way to celebrate? On Radio 104. Now back to D-Sider Radio. See my peeps? Can't wait. What do you want?
How's your D-Sign Radio song parody going, huh? Are you working on it? You better be, because the deadline is Friday, June 22nd. And they are rolling in. Next week, we will start playing some. These are song parodies written about the Snyder Radio, sent to us on cassette tape, CD, or a dat tape. Some people still seem a little bit confused by what a song parody is. That's where you take another song, what Weird Al Yankovic does. Mm -hmm. Take an existing song, change the lyrics, sing the new lyrics to it. Remember, it's not about the quality. No, it's about the quality. No. It's about the content, not the quality. There, I got it. Here's a letter from uh, John and Chickapee. says, I don't get to listen to your show much. I sleep during the day. I just heard about that song parody contest, and I love the idea of not having to submit a quality-sounding professional song because some of us don't have access to a recording studio. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. John, that's why, you know, that's why we can't judge it. Oh, saying, oh, wow, this one sounds like an album. This one, is, this one could be on a Weird Al record. No. It's all about the content. We're looking for creativity, originality. Got to make us laugh. And the grand prize is a killer. It's a Sea-Doo GTS personal watercraft valued at over $8,000. You can go to Radio104.com if you want to check out a picture of it. This thing is a three-seater. It's going to make your summer because you can water ski behind it, wakeboard, tube off the damn thing, and we'll be awarding it at D-Day. So all the, the winner and the runner-ups, the three runner-ups who will get DVD players, will be invited to D-Day as well. And we'll have the CDU right there. And if you have a hitch on your car and it, you are the winner, the grand prize winner, you'll hitch that bad boy up and drag it the hell out of there. It's going to be awesome. Send your song parodies to D. Snyder Radio, 10 Columbus Boulevard, Hartford, Connecticut, 06106. Remember, deadline is Friday, June 22nd because we need time to listen to them and decide, pick that winner. And the winner will be announced at D-Day. Okay, and I want to thank, uh, let's thank New Haven Power and Sports in New Haven, RER Motor City in Monroe, Westbrook Power Sports in Westbrook, Yamaha Kawasaki of Putnam, and Thayer's Marine in Norwich for supplying the fabulous Sea-Doo GTS personal watercraft for our contest. Okay, okay. I've been sorting through the reaction here. It's a, everything is about, well, about either Nick drinking his pee or Darkseid not drinking his pee. Right. Predominantly, Darkseid not drinking his pee. I don't know how I'm going to address all of this because I may have to just like count them up and go, okay, here's the people who are <laughs> for, against, ashamed of Darkseid, proud of Darkseid, ashamed of Nick, proud of Nick. Uh, and read a couple of, you know, particularly insightful letters. Particularly insightful. Okay? So, uh, we'll get into that later. I just got one letter here. I mentioned this earlier that it amazes me, and I think would anger Nikki Six to know that he was completely overshadowed by a sideshow freak drinking his own urine. Okay? So, <laughs> sorry, Nick. But that's what it comes down to in his world. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Yeah, we got the book out and make a movie. Yeah, to experience that and survive is uh, it's really amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah, I I did die. Yeah, yeah. Meantime, yeah, Yeah. and then some guy drinks his urine. We don't get one letter about the interview with Nikki Six. Not one. 
People couldn't have cared less. I finally, two days later, I get one. D, on the topic of Nikki Six, by the way, this is as a PS on a letter about you drinking your own pee. <laughs> it's a PS. It's not even, not even like the main part of the letter. It was like an afterthought. On the topic of Nikki Six, I have loved the guy, well, worshipped him since the ripe old age of puberty. But I must agree with Nick. Oh, God, dare I say that? He sounded like a complete dick. Not you, Nick. Nikki Six. He sounded like... Picking his nose would have been more exciting mm -hmm. than that interview. Ugh. Uh, I hope that doesn't reflect on me. That's signed, Vampy Goddess in Waterbury. Okay, so there's your reaction, Nikki. Well, it's time for entertainment news. But before we get to that, let's get a little traffic update from Psycho Dan. Creepo? I yeah. mean, Psycho? Okay. All right, well, then, without any further ado, it's time for some entertainment news. Well, first up, D, People Magazine and Espanol. You don't mind if I dance, do you? No, please, continue. People Magazine yes. in Spanish, which I think, Nick, you'll be getting in your new neighborhood yeah. at some point when you move there. <laughs> yeah. They've conducted a survey of readers asking, who's the sexiest Latina actress? And I have the one, two, three. And All I'm right, going to let you guess, D. I'll let everybody Clearly, guess. Clearly, in the... In the a white man's world. I'll tell you one of the people you may have never heard. The number two person I have never heard of her. She's a model from Colombia. Well, we did the sexiest women, and mm -hmm. on both sides of the uh, is it the Atlantic Ocean there, in mm -hmm. England and the United States, it was Jennifer Lopez, hands down. So I would I would you would think since she is Latino that she would be at the top of the list. She is number three. Oh, in her own community. In her own community. She got a great ass. Well, That's apparently. besides the point. Not as great as the woman who came in at number one, who I know that you both, I think all three of you like. And Sean, I mean, that goes without saying. <laughs> he is a woman. She's Latin? Yeah. Oh, um, little short thing from yeah. Desperado. Yes. Uh, yes, Selma yes, yes. Hayek. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. Was right. voted the sexiest Latina. You want a womb. <laughs> Just take the womb. Second was model Sofia Vergara, who is Colombian. And then third, J-Lo. No Daisy Fuentes? No. Well, I'm sure Daisy has to be on there. I only have the one, two, three. You'll have to pick up mm. People Magazine and Espanol, Dark Side Dave, if you want that entire Hola. Yes. Practice your high school Spanish. Yeah. Uno is one. Dos is two. <laughs> Trace is three. Remember, Very good, It works from there, yeah. Well, there's Jennifer Lopez news, though. Apparently, she is officially engaged to dancer Chris Judd, the guy she's been seeing since she split up from Puff Daddy. Apparently, one source tells the New York Daily News, or the Post, all she ever wanted to do was get married and settle down. She's working a lot and happier than she's ever been, but I doubt they'll actually get married. <laughs> so, they're at least engaged. Yeah. Eh, well, good for her. Everybody needs to have some... You know, happiness. Yeah. Nick, you think she's it's a rebound situation? Oh, totally. Yeah. From I don't know. I think she... Uh, uh, it wasn't the rumors about them out before the bre official breakup mm -hmm. with Puff Daddy? Yeah, it had been going on for a while. But I find with some women and men, when they get into a relationship like she had with Puffy or some kind of big thing happens... Um, they usually marry the next person they meet. 
Hmm. Well, we can see. It, this guy might be better for her, though, because he's not a celebrity in and of himself, you know? So, uh, and, and as long as he's, uh, his ego's in check, he might be cool, you know, with, with Puffy. Well, I happen to know on the inside that it was volatile. Mm-hmm. Volatile. Uh, my uh, friends of mine were recording them. And uh, Puffy, would they'd have phone calls that were just curse fests. And he'd show up with his posse and they'd scream at each other. And it, it was it was not a pretty relationship. So. That's no good. And this guy knows how to treat a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like there may be some rocky times ahead for Tara Reid. And our, our friend of the show, MTV's Carson Daly. Oh, Carson. Apparently, they have not ended their engagement despite having their relationship declared over by tabloids. 25-year-old actress is in Vancouver shooting a movie, and she does acknowledge that she and Daly have issues that need to be worked out. They could work them out, or they may separate, she says, but not before she returns to New York to deal with Daly Directly, It's over, Jenny. Apparently, she's not wearing the engagement ring anymore. And remember, they had put off the wedding. So, that's too bad. Um, Carson was really nice when we talked to him. And you've had nothing but great relationship with him. Yes, he's a very nice guy. And um, I guess we'll have to move on to the next Hollywood starlet. Uh, If this this uh, doesn't work, he has to get out of the Hollywood starlet arena. Because that's twice. Why? I suppose that's true. Want the cattle, you take the cattle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> no. Well, speaking of Bon Jovi, he is going to college again, D. You're not going to be pleased. He's speaking at Oxford on June 15th. Says he accepted this because it's a challenge. I'm very happy. Because he's challenged, did you say? <laughs> no. I'm very happy for John. Did they like and him in England? I mean, you guys... He's very yeah. deserving. Yes, he's very popular over there. Oh, that's in England? <laughs> I didn't know where that was. I'm very happy for John, and uh, they should get a, a lot of Snickers to be good. You know, you could probably use uh, George W.'s speech, the same one he used at Yale. <laughs> and for you C students, you too! <laughs> Give me the front man in a world-class rock and roll band. Yeah, so you can use that speech right what's there. What's Bon Jovi going to say? Why would they have mm-hmm. ever invite him? Bono spoke <laughs> at Harvard the other day. Bono strikes you as an intellectual, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a thinking guy, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a thinking guy. Mm-hmm. Bon Jovi's but from whatever. New Jersey. <laughs> God bless him. God bless him. So that him. doesn't have anything to do with it. It's great. The son of a hairdresser. It's great to know that <laughs> people can, can Nick, make it all the way. You were born in New Jersey. Exactly. <laughs> You're not going to find me speaking to anybody, any college, even a community college in Connecticut. Never mind Oxford. I don't know. Do you... I, you it's a bunch of crap. Okay. Well, Melissa Etheridge is coming out with an autobiography. The truth is, will be in stores on June 19. And in this, Dark Side. That was the original title. The truth. You're going to be sorry, Dark Side, when I tell you one of the revelations in the book that you jumped. She says that she was abused between the ages of 7 and 10 by her older sister. Sexually abused. It's really, what? really shocking and sad. Says she doesn't speak with her sister now, who is a homemaker in Arkansas. You can read all about it in her autobiography. Apparently, Darkside doesn't feel all that bad. Uh, the truth is, in the
in stores on June 19th. Not your problem, right, Dark Side Dave? You know? I, yeah, I think he, he may have encouraged some guys to read the book, but for all the wrong reasons, Beth. <laughs> well, there is good Sister news. Sex. There is good news for Melissa Etheridge. Dark Side, feel free here. She has a new girlfriend, 14 yeah. years her junior. Ooh. Tammy Lynn Michaels, 26-year-old blonde who stars in the hit TV series Popular. I believe that's on the WB. Yeah. Melissa Etheridge said, quote, I want to jump up and go woo-woo. <laughs> that's what she told People Magazine. She's very she excited. She wants to do what with her woo-woo? He's very excited about the relationship. <laughs> I'm your sister. I'm your sister. <laughs> 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 was that I'm your sister? Would you just record that? I'm your sister. I'm your sister. <laughs> awesome. Just, what, do you, what, what do you not have in that fart machine? <laughs> well, Victoria from Waterbury is on the phone. She's upset with me. what I do, Victoria? Gee, don't talk about hairdressers. The son of a hairdresser. Well, I, did, I, I didn't say... Hairdresser. My wife has her license. I'm a very and gifted hairdresser. My wife is a I licensed... I help you out with your mullet. My wife is a licensed hairdresser, okay? So, so I'm, what are you I was, saying? I was just saying... I, I said from humble beginnings, he's speaking at Oxford. I, I didn't think anything wrong with being a hairdresser. The son of a hairdresser. The son of a hairdresser. That's what you said. I didn't mean like son of a bitch. Nice. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, my tone may have been. I totally love you. I wake up every morning, roll over, and switch on your show because I love it. And you oh, said that dumb. it hurt my feelings. I think he just means, you know, like you would say, you know, son of a, a uh, you know, you know, not not no like bastard. son of a of a you know millionaire. I, I know. I was actually thinking. I you know what I was actually thinking. I was thinking, son of a carpenter. Jesus was the son of a carpenter. You know, a, a common, regular guy. And there he is. He's Jesus, the son of God. And son of a hairdresser. I was saying he's speaking son at Oxford. My I told you, my wife is a licensed hairdresser. I can't, you know, I have no uh, problem with hairdressers. Especially the female ones. Like Victoria. Yeah. I don't humble beginnings. Humble, humble, as I meant, humble beginnings. Hey, it's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Some sad news. This comes from columnist Liz Smith in the Post, who usually has it right. Apparently, Courtney Cox and David Arquette were rumored to be expecting and have lost the baby due to a miscarriage. So that's that's sad. Too bad. That was right? Yeah. Bummer. Um, Sharon Stone, you might remember that she had apparently signed this contract to be in the sequel for Basic Instinct. And apparently, virtually every leading man in Hollywood has passed on taking... The co-starring spot on that nice movie, Beaver. and so they have decided to scrap the whole thing. However, Sharon Stone claims that she was promised fourteen million dollars, whether the movie was made or not, and now Pay she's play. Go going to court to get that money. The producers are claiming there was no deal. We'll see who wins on that one. It'll be a big well, payday for no work if they actually. Happens. They say I don't believe they've asked every leading man in Hollywood. Maybe. <laughs> Snyder's they available. <laughs> they overlook somebody here on the East Coast. Suddenly a very different movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sew something shut. <laughs> Hello. Well, they had the MTV Movie Awards on TV last night. They were taped earlier in the month, but I'll just run down the list for you really quickly. Best movie was Gladiator. Best male performer, Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible 2, which 
Feels like it was a lot longer ago than this year. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Um, best female performance, Julia Roberts and Aaron Brockovich. Breakthrough performance went to Sean Patrick Thomas for Save the Last Dance and Erica Christensen in Traffic. Best fight scene was the bar fight in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Best on-screen team, Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, and Cameron Diaz in Charlie's Angels. Did they show up to accept the award together? <laughs> I meant to tape it, and I forgot. Did anybody see any of it? It started at 9 o'clock. I know, so late. Cameron Diaz also won for Best Dance Sequence. I think that's when she dances around in her underoos in Charlie's Angels. Best Kiss went to Sean Patrick Thomas and Julia Stiles for Save the Last Dance. Best Comedic Performance, I really like this one myself, Ben Stiller in Meet the Parents. And Best Villain, Jim Carrey, for How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, Ben... uh, I. uh, they filmed that way before it actually aired. They filmed it last week, yeah. Yeah, so there was a lot of information being given out on mm-hmm. the entertainment channels, you know, mm-hmm. and shows. Um, n- no, I'm not even going to read that, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, due to the show Will and Grace, the Cher doll will be returning to shelves, so says Mattel. Apparently, the character on Will and Grace, Jack, has a thing for Cher. <laughs> and because of it, writers ended up creating an entire show around Cher and the doll. And so they're reissuing. It'll sell about $40 a doll, and she'll be wearing a lavender halter dress. Apparently, Two versions of the Cher doll hit shelves back in 1976. So if you didn't get one then, get one now. That makes a nice gift mm-hmm. for somebody. Hey, maybe pick one up for Seth, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> is that a uh, Cher doll? Is that an inflatable? This is where it all begins! <laughs> Gross. No, it's, it's, a, it's a small one, Sean. Oh. Can't do all that much with it. <laughs> Yeah. Michael J. Fox is going to make an appearance on Spin City this year, the first episode of Spin City next season. He'll be the man in Heather Locklear's apartment. Apparently in the season finale, you had some sort of inkling this was going to happen. He blew the secret during an interview with Access Hollywood. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Did you, do you watch oh, the show? Been a good, I don't watch the show, but I could see that being a good surprise. Yeah. That's like somebody... You know, like I, I watched Friends, and mm-hmm. it ended on a really interesting yeah, note because you got the impression that Rachel was pregnant, mm-hmm. and we're going, "Who the hell is the father?" Well, I'm certainly going to be riveted on the first show to find mm-hmm. out what's going on right. there. But if over the summertime somebody says, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be the father," that's going to completely deflate the whole mm-hmm. thing. They must be pissed. Yeah. Well, how nah, you can't be responsible. You can't get mad at Michael J. Fox. Yeah, he was shaking in the interview. It was just oh, freaked D. out a little bit. D. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> he once said that you were his idol. Listen, Michael's got a sense of humor, okay? It's Michael's got a sense of humor. It's just a little joke. Yeah, they put him on a spot in the interview. Yeah, that's all yeah what are you reading into it? Yeah. What's going on in your mind? Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> if you're an ER fan, get ready for the return of Sherry Stringfield. She's going back to the show as a full-time cast member. She left several years ago to have more time to devote to her personal life. She did. She got married and had a baby, and now she's ready to head on back. Next three seasons, she's signed on. You left out one thing. She did. She went out. She had a baby, ran out of money, and she's heading mm-hmm. on back. Yeah, I forgot that part. <laughs> Her career went into the crapper, and she's yeah. heading on back. Well, good for her. I'm glad they'll take her back. Good for her for oh, making the sure. decision. That show's been amazingly consistent. Mm-hmm. I used to be a big ER watcher. I'm not anymore, but I, it amazes me that it's always like number one in the ratings. Yeah. Trouble behind the scenes for 
Jason Alexander's proposed sitcom Bob Patterson for ABC. It's lost his executive producer over creative differences. In the show, Jason Alexander portrays a brash motivational speaker with an undynamic personal life. The show's still going to go on, but I guess there's an infighting behind the scenes. Yeah, and, well, when you're dealing with a talent of the level of a Jason Alexander, <laughs> you've got to bend to his whims. Sure. And he has some strong feelings about how he wants to be portrayed. A couple more items here. Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance, plans to hang up his dancing shoes at the end of his two-month U.S. tour that is now open. Says he'll miss performing, but he wants to go out on top. It's been four years since he last performed in the United States, and he says his feet are tapping faster than ever. He already has the world record for having tapped 35 times a second. That's why he calls his tour Feet of Flames. (laughs) Nikki <laughs> <laughs> Six did that way back in the 80s Dark Side has feet of flames too But it's mm. totally different reason <laughs> You're clearly gay There's nothing really you have to say about that now, I don't know if he's gay or not I don't think so I think he fancies himself quite a ladies man See that's the, t- that's the typical guy yeah. Oh he dances he's gay Hey, it's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Meantime, he's this guy's probably plowing more fields than you have any idea. <laughs> <laughs> and finally today, <laughs> Bob Barker, who is now 77. Another man who's plowing fields. Has signed on to be the host for The Price is Right for five more seasons. He's scrappy. He'll be oh, 82 so by the time oh his next God. contract is I'm over. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Oh, man. That's impressive. I know. He's been doing that since I was a kid, for, for God's sake. For 30 years, he's been doing it. Wow. He, I'll tell you, though, I've seen him in interviews, and he basically says, I have the cushiest job on the planet. He only works a few days a month. They tape a bunch of those shows in one day, and they do it for a few days, and then he has a week, couple weeks off. Hmm. And he gets paid it- handsomely, I'm sure. Surrounded by hot, yeah. you know, models out there showing out the things and having... Uh, it's great. That's what I hope to be doing with radio. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be my 70s renewing my contract for five more years and uh, working a couple days a month <laughs> and then taking off the rest of the time. Cushiest job. I'm getting there. All right, I'm done. All right, well then, that's the entertainment news for this week. I uh, hope you were enthralled and enlightened. Coming up next, we've got an interesting, an interesting thing. It's, it's one, of the, one of these tests we found. There's so many of them. They're online, and, and, and this one is really pretty cool. It's, who's your TV family? Series of questions to ask and see which of the classic TV families you would fit in best with. You know, there's the Cleavers. There's the Simpsons and everything in between. All right? So, wow, really. Uh, And uh, when we return, we'll also have some D-Day invitations to give away. Enjoy those. And uh, stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. D. Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? D. Snyder Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. See my peeps? Can't wait. What do you want? Snyder Radio on Radio 104. Monday on D. Snyder Radio. Shame of the city. Nick and Sean hit the streets. They were policing 
the taste of Hartford. Things got a little hairy. Almost uh, had an altercation with a few unhappy campers as Mick addressed uh, their eating etiquette, would you say? Yeah, I would say etiquette. Violations of eating etiquette? All over the place. Disgusting. (laughs) It was addressed, so tune in. Find out what happened there on Monday. Also, D-Day. You know it's coming. June 29th. It's a big celebration. It's happening at Six Flags. New England in Agawam, Mass. We'll be broadcasting live from between uh, 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. All day long, it's D-Day at Six Flags. They've declared it officially D-Day, which means Radio 104 will be broadcasting live all day long. So you'll be able to meet and see Carlito and Will Cow and Chaz, Cousin Chris, Scuba. Everybody will be there. We, we are broadcasting from the Batman Theater. This is a by-invitation-only celebration. You have to win your invitations, or you can get them. Well, you can win them either way. One way is to go to our Snide Remarks voicemail line, leave a message at 860-723-6071, telling us how D. Snyder Radio affected your life. If we like it, we will play it on the air next week. And we will be giving you some invitations, a pair of invitations to the event. Also, you can win them by being call number 10 at 860-666-4444 right now. And as we progress to the 29th, you'll see more and more ticket giveaways coming. We have a 1,000 pairs of invitations. No, 500 pairs, 1,000 invitations altogether to give away. And anybody who comes down and wins an invitation is going to get all sorts of cool things like a D-Day hat and commemorative CD and more. Now, if you don't want an invitation, you want to be part of the party, you want to check out D-Sider Radio, you want to see Seven Mary 3, after 9 a.m., Six Flags is opening up the park early. And they have a special downloadable coupon for a $10.04 admission, which will be good before noon on the 29th. This is an amazing price. And thank you, Six Flags, for coming to the table with that. So what you do... Show up at 9 o'clock, come into the park, and head on over to the Batman Theater and catch the last hour of D. Snyder Radio Celebration D-Day 2 live. Join the party. You can even get on the Superman ride early because they're going to open that up early for our listeners. Okay? Cool. All right. So uh, I think I got a blank message, but I assume we already have a winner. Yeah, Chris from New Milford. Thanks. Chris from New Milford won. We'll be giving away more. Any, uh, Any invitations being given away this weekend? Do we know? Uh, I'm not sure about that. I have to double yeah, check guess, that with Todd. Yeah, there would be an announcement if there was. Okay, so, but next week we'll have more to give away. And like I said, as we get closer and closer to D Day 2, more and more invitations will be given away. In the meantime, tell us how we affected your life on our Snide Remarks voicemail line. 860 723 6071 is another chance for you to win invitations. Okay, uh, let's get a traffic update from Psycho Dan. Another blank message. Psycho, go for it. Oh, such a huge outpouring regarding not only Nick's ingesting of his own bodily fluids, but Darkseid's failure to do so. And as one might suspect, expect, uh, there would be a huge reaction to Darkseid pulling out, so to speak, yesterday on the air and deciding that he'd rather not, for reasons that he explained and you heard, he'd rather not do it. 
I'm gonna. I just want to. I want to get to this. I want to acknowledge this reaction. I want to, but I'm not gonna be able to even read virtually any of the letters. Maybe a few special ones. But I want to uh, try to capture the feeling, the general feeling of the peeps. You know where their support lies. Paul from Hartford says, "I just wish someone would pay me a hundred dollars to drink my own piss. I could use the money too." <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, let's see. Ed, life placebo, uh, writes a letter. He's uh, very, he's actually pro Dark Side Dave. He, he, you know, understands people's feelings, but he understands why Dark Side would want to pull out. Uh, Brian from South Windsor says not very happy with Dark Side. He <laughs> thinks Dark Side <laughs> might want to take it straight from the tap on uh, Nick. Uh, um, oh, that's not right. Dr- yeah, Drew thinks Dark Side is a coward. Yeah, you know, he said you manipulated the situation. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, anyway, let's see. Um, Katie from South Windsor uh, thinks Nick gives Nick mad props for doing what he did. Eric from Bristol, uh, he's, he defends Darkseid. He's, he's definitely, he, he's, he understands Darkseid. He says bravo for taking a stand. But he says, um, also says Nick's attitude changed every time. Oh, no, he says, I'm a little confused about how it became an almost noble thing for Nick to drink his own pee. <laughs> Nick's attitude changed every time he talked about it on the air. It goes from being a money thing to a protest against Radio 104 management <laughs> to keeping his word. What next? World peace? Yeah. <laughs> That's Good point. Eric from Bristol. Uh, Kelly from Meriden uh, says she doesn't blame Darkseid for not drinking his pee. She uh, understands exactly what's going on. Um, he says, let's see, we got John from Wastehaven says, uh, I never ever want to hear Nick make fun of anyone again. No matter what he thinks of anyone else's hobbies, lifestyles, or habits, they can all come back with, well, at least I don't drink urine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's, he thanks Darkseid for standing tall. And, uh, it's, and this, he signs John from Wastehaven, Dungeons and Dragons player, role-playing game designer, but I never drank my own urine, so shut up, Nick. <laughs> Still a serious hey, loser, though. Nick is a level 10 urine drinker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sue from New Haven says, uh, Dark Side should roll up a big fatty, smoke it up, and drink up. Mm. You should keep your word. Okay, it's, uh, Grandma Moses said found it very sexy that Darkseid did not drink his urine. What? Uh, sexy. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. Because of your boy. Well, she found it sexy because of your boy and your reputation. Uh, he said more people should take account their kids when making dissection, uh, decisions. sexy. Says Nick is fearless. However, Connor will never have to run away because your name is in the paper because of drinking piss. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Hide right. behind the boy. Yeah. Uh, right. Rob from Tolland <laughs> gives Darkseid props for thinking of his son, but also props God. to Nick for keeping his word. Uh, Lou from Naugatuck, I can't even read yours. <laughs> he was talking about his own experiences with urine, so it's unreadable. Lou, don't put your from Naugatuck if you're going to say that. <laughs> yeah, um, Darkseid, uh, th- uh, let's see, Craig from Southington is not very happy with Darkseid. <laughs> Jen from Windsor Locks thinks it's cool that Nick kept his word, uh, but he thought also, but she, not he, she, uh, said that he apologized 
So that should be enough. The dark side apologized. So that should be enough. Thank you. Ethan Rivers uh, says Nick takes a lot of heat for his actions. When it comes down to it, he's a real man. And dark side is hiding behind his son. Oh, that's Ooh. crap. Oh. Yeah, okay. Uh, it says uh, that Hi-Ho from Newington says, well, if Darkseid is concerned about the press, why not drink it off the air just to prove that he's a man of his word, mm. not make a big de deal about it, but just say, look, I'm concerned about it being in public. Yeah, but we would still have to say something. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't be quiet about anything like that. Yeah. Um, Karen says, D, I have a comment about Nick's father having a problem with this. I have to say that I would have less of a problem with this than I would have with Nick's comments about women. Oh, see, Karen thinks that the, you know that his father wants to be ashamed. He should be ashamed of the way Nick talks about women on the air. Oh, well, he probably More. is. You know, don't sell Mr. Lentino short. This is just today's shame. problem. Yeah, it's just levels of shame. Yeah. Levels of shame. Uh, John says, it just seems to me, or is it really strange, that you're all pretty much collectively tried to stop one of your own from drinking his own urine, but now you're peer pressuring another to do the same thing you didn't want Nick to do in the first place. No, it's different. It's different. I said all along that I think an acceptable reason not to do it is just... I don't drink urine. I think that's a totally acceptable. You don't have to go any further than that, except there was so much sass from Dark Side Dave toward Nick. Yep. That was the problem. And I don't care if he drinks urine. I personally yeah, don't think anybody off. should. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that. It was a mouthing <laughs> off. And, <laughs> and I knew all along he wouldn't do it. Oh, that's And bad. these people who are writing in support of Dark Side have been completely misled and are not witnessing or hearing his idiocy off the air. Nick, you drank piss, man. These people that <sighs> well, are it's writing funny, that's what for you are like, what are they, insane? They're giving you props for drinking urine? No, they're not giving me props for drinking the urine. They're giving me props for saying that I was going to do it and actually doing it. For drinking that urine. Yeah, no, that's not the point, dude. The point is that they're... Uh, all oh, right, my God. Right. You're, you're an idiot. Well, it's up, interesting that Steinow, 22, said exactly that. He says he thinks that Darkseid is noble to not want to shame his son. And he said, don't worry about the whole bit about keeping your word. You were keeping your word to a guy that drank his own urine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you really not... like he was doing it, uh, I mean, keeping his word, or not keeping his word to me, it was to all of us on the show, and it was to you know what? all of our listeners. Personally, I, I could care less, you know what I'm saying? I've kept my word about everything, but this one thing I bail out, oh, because I don't want to drink piss because I have my reasons? Okay, you know, your if reasons. you people You're and everybody wants to get pissed stupid about reasons it, hiding well, behind your son. I'm not hiding hiding behind well, anything. Sure you are. Well, here's one thing that I think is an interesting letter. It backs up uh, Darkseid's uh, plight here. <laughs> uh, well, I just want to say uh, Rhea at Yale says kudos to Nick. Okay, we got one there. Yeah, this, this letter here sort of backs up one of the things Darkseid said. It's from Andy, your friend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Dave, do not drink the piss. I will make it my life's goal to call you piss boy and make sure everyone you know and everywhere you go, you will be known as piss boy Dave. <laughs> Dave, take it from a friend. Don't drink your piss. <laughs> See what I would have to so, deal with? Oh, and I don't? 
And I don't. Yeah, but your friends don't expect much from you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm sure they expect a lot from me. They expect me not to drink my own urine. Oh, yeah, it's not exactly God. a party trick. Dude, <sighs> this is so All stupid. Right, because we said, can't. This is not going to be resolved. It. Uh, it goes on and on. I hate, you're on, so on, freaking shut dunderheaded. Up. Shut up. Uh, yeah. Stop it. His, well, his letter that is worth reading. Uh, this is from Jesse. It says. How do you tell if your coworker has a small penis, D? A, he doesn't take a shower in gym oh for fear of laughter. <laughs> B, he hunts with a big gun to compensate. <laughs> C, he's fat. And D, he talks big but doesn't back it up. Right. <laughs> Is there anyone at your station that fits that description? <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. That's funny. <laughs> you talk a bigger game than Keyshawn Johnson, man. Hey, this is a good one, too. Listen to this letter. D, uh, D, Nick has enlightened us with his discovery from the Far East, similar to his Italian forefather, Marco Polo. Nick deserves his own swimming pool game in recognition of his infamy. <laughs> Might I suggest the following? One weak-bladdered lad would yell, Nick! as he pees profusely in the swimming pool. The other kids would yell, Lentino, as they swim helter-skelter, avoiding this dreaded fountain of youth. <laughs> Nick, play Nick Lentino. This is from John. Good idea, John. That'd be Very great. good idea. And you'd be up on the rule board at every public pool. No spitting, no running, no Nick Lentino. That's, uh, <laughs> that's something my parents could be proud of. Yeah. Say, look, Mom. <laughs> Okay, this thing can go on forever, and after the re encore on Monday, I'm sure there'll be some more feedback, but uh, I'm not going to take any phone calls on it, because right now, I want to enjoy who is your TV family, okay? This is a quiz that we found, which, by answering a series of simple questions, uh, we will find out which t classic TV family would be the one each of us would fit in with. And if you want to play along at home, actually, the best thing for you to do is to go to the website. Is that emo.com again? Yes, that's what it is. Okay, emo.com. Who's your TV family? And let's get to the questions at hand because the show is quickly just uh, disappearing. All right, question number one, people. We'll go around the horn. Sean, you take the scores. You'll feed them into the computer and come back with our answers later on. Question one. Are you in close touch with your family and friends? Okay. Uh, I'd have to say a pretty much on that. I mean, I, I mean, for as much as close touch. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I see how Suzette was with her family. And if that's... A, uh, the first answer is, of course, would be the most obvious one. Number two, pretty much. Number three, on holidays. Number four, not really. So I'm going to take a number two, pretty much. Beth? Of course. Darkside Dave. Pretty much. And Nick? Ooh, um, pretty much, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny because I'd have to say you're more of an of course, even though you've been ducking the call, their calls lately. Yeah. Is that why you're thinking you're a pretty much? No, I don't know. Friends, too. How are yeah, you, I don't talk to my yeah. I don't have any friends anymore, so. That's uh, true. Because yeah. you drink the okay. best. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was before that. Matthew. Not just me. Question number two. Grade your parents on a hip scale. <laughs> on a hip scale, A, B, C, D, or F. On a hip scale? I'd have to give my parents... I wonder if it's a D, but then they do sort of... 
tolerate things I do. Uh, I guess I put them over with a, a D on the hip scale. Beth? I'm going to give my parents... I'm going to give them a C. Where will we put you on the hip scale? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm an A. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're a hipster. <laughs> okay. Dark side, Dave? Um, my dad's pretty hip, but my mom throws the curve, so... Average know. it out. I guess, yeah, I guess a C. A C? Yeah. Okay. She's Where would you put your dad on the hip scale? What's that? My dad. My Where dad's you? really hip, so I'd say like A or B. My your mom's dad's you know, a hipster. My dad's pretty hip, man. He's cool. He's cool to hang out with. My mom's getting what? hipper in her older age. So okay, uh, hip according to what? Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, Nick Lentino, where do your parents fit on the hip scale? Jeez, oh, I don't know because my parents are pretty old, but yeah, well, not that old. Hip. I can't say that. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go with a B on that. They're pretty hip. Yeah, they've uh-huh. lived with you. I think that I would say B. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, three. Would you shop for clothes with mom? <laughs> okay. Um, it's of course, occasionally, only if I'm broke and no way. Uh, I'm definitely a no way. <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped that when I was 13 and started making, one of the reasons I started making my own money. I didn't want to shop for clothes mm-hmm. with mom anymore. Ms. Lockwood? Yeah, I occasionally do. <laughs> Still. So occasionally, yeah. number two went for that. Dark side day. I, I mean, she'll buy me like jeans every once in a while and stuff, but I won't actually go. So I'll say no way. No way. And Nick, of course, occasionally, only if I'm broke or no way. Well, not anymore. I used to a lot, but I, I would say only if I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, I mean, I guess are we t- I, I, this test here seems to be talking about what, like when we were there? I think it's or current. now. Current? Okay. So you're only if I'm broke? Yeah. Nick? Yes. Okay, only if you're broke. Because as a kid, you're always broke, so that's, yeah. Sure. Question number four. Do you like being you? Do you like being you? Number one, nothing like it, baby. (laughs) Two, sometimes. Three, not really. Four, plant life would be preferable. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm nothing like it, baby. Number one for me. Beth Lockwood? I see I'm between nothing like a baby and sometimes. I mean, I'm not Ooh. I'm not all about yeah. being Beth. So I'll say, I wish you they had for be. the most part. Um, I'll say there's nothing like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> right. You get a little sass to you, Beth. Thanks, Nikki. All right. Dark Side Dave? Well, up till yesterday I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You still do. You think you're the greatest. I, yeah, I think I'm the greatest. I think I'll go with uh, sometimes because I'm not all like that into myself, but... You should okay. be. It's good. Yeah, try yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you got to try it, man. <laughs> Work on the Dave go. Yeah. Uh, Nick Lantino. Nothing like it, baby. Sometimes not really. Or plant life would be preferable. I got to go with plant life. Mm, especially <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah. Not really not really happy with being you, huh? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Number five. Well, you think he's lying, Darcy? Yeah, he's so into himself. Get out of here. It's a cover. It's a cover for his pain inside. Yeah. I got a lot of Yeah, I, would, I, I don't know about plant life. I would say he's probably not really. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't think he's really happy with himself. <laughs> <laughs> I love how right. he says things so <laughs> Was your family affectionate? Okay. A, we were a very touchy-feely bunch. B, on occasion. C, not really. 
or D, we didn't touch? <laughs> um, I'm not, you know, we didn't touch, not a lot of hugging, but I'm going to say not really, since we didn't touch is the bottom, and it wasn't, it wasn't that unaffectionate. So, uh, not really for me. Beth? I mean, that first one makes it sound creepy. What is it again? We were a very touchy-feely bunch. <laughs> I'm going to go with that, but it's just because I still, I, I always hug my parents, still. Yeah, yeah. it's a hug, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a fetch and pat. Yeah, of course. A reach around once in a while. Stop it. Don't, Don't make it dirty. <laughs> <laughs> the whole sister thing. Um, okay, oh, just yeah. kidding. Okay, Dark Side Dave. Uh, what was the second one again? Uh, we were a very touchy-feely bunch right. on occasion, not really, or we didn't touch. Um, God, that's a tough one. I guess I'll go with, um, I, I mean, there wasn't a lot of hugs at, you know, as we were getting older, so I guess not really. Not really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, okay. That uh, was my answer. And Nick Lentino. I'd go on occasion. Yeah. Maybe you're Italian, Czechoslovakian, so yeah, I get that, that old world Italian. Having stuff. your shirt ripped off doesn't count. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, that's touchy feely. Okay, now question number six: How did your family handle conflict? A, we'd go at it like the WWF. B, we'd scream and yell. C, we'd manage to talk it out with the occasional raised voice. D, we'd have a family meeting, or E, we'd internalize everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, since there was no talking it out, and we weren't allowed to scream, my father screamed. Uh, we didn't have family meetings. It was very one-sided, so I'd have to say we'd internalize everything hmm. for the most part. Okay, and that's the problem that I'm dealing with today. Beth Lockwood. Mm -hmm. Mine was some C, mostly just our sitting there and my father talking to us. And right. some D, we did have a lot of family meetings, so. I think you'd go with the family meeting in that case. Okay, <laughs> all right. Because you said, you know, you well, you're talking out in a family meet meeting I mean, forum. but it, you know, I mean, it wasn't always... Like, you know, an even, there's no even playing field. It wasn't like, it wasn't a democracy. Yeah, it wasn't a give and take. So I think yeah. you have to go with a family meeting in that case. I All think right? I'm going to go more with the other one. You're going to go, we managed to yeah. talk it out with the occasional raised voice? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, I thought we'd give her a C. Give her the knee shooters. Give yeah. her a C. <laughs> Dark Side Dave, what are you going to take? Well, when we did get into it, it got pretty heated. So it's like between A and B. Um, so we go at it like WWF. We'd scream and yell. Yeah, see, it got physical sometimes. So I'll go with A. <laughs> We'd go at it like the WWF <laughs> for Dark Side Dave. Nick Lentino, what are you going to take? Well, seeing get my, my shirt ripped off a lot, I think I'd have to go with A, too. <laughs> Especially most of the fights in our family. I mean, hardly anywhere between my parents are usually I was the center of the fighting. Always got to be for the some center reason, of attention. <laughs> for some reason or another. Yeah. All right, Nick. So Nick's taken. We'd go at it like the WWF A. Question seven. What is your living situation? A, I own my place. B, I'm renting. C, I'm living at school. Or D, I'm still, I still live at home. Sigh. <laughs> okay. Well, I obviously say at A, I own my place. Beth Lockwood, you're a B. Mm-hmm. Renting. Dark Side Dave. Mm, well, 
she owns it, so... That's uh, owning a place. You're okay. a couple. Okay. Right, right, Beth? What'd you say? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, you're a couple. I mean, we own it, me and Suzette. Uh, and Nick... They don't have living out of my car. <laughs> so you're still technically renting, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I guess um, you could say I'm. All right, you get to say I'm renting, renting for a couple more days. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're in between rentals. Mm. But if it, you are, aren't you moving back home? No, you're not moving back home, right? I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. <laughs> I gotta find a place. I've gotten a few offers in email, though. I might check these places out. Throw him a bone. Give him a renter. Throw him a bone. Give him rental. Okay, you got the rental. Yeah. Okay, question eight. During dinner, the TV was a always on. B, sometimes on, C, off. Our TVs were off. We didn't even have some TV more for a year. Well, they didn't so TV have TV. <laughs> oh, wow, 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 wow. I'm old school. I'm only kidding. <laughs> okay, I have an off. Beth Lockwood? Off. Okay, Dark Side? Off. Nick? Off. Oh, yeah, we're all old school mm-hmm. here. Yeah, it was like... TV off. We're not watching TV, and, and it's, that's just like for trailer trash. Dark side, I'm surprised. Oh, they used to get um, pissed. Mm-hmm. Question: My father get pissed if we wanted to go to the bathroom <laughs> during the meal. Your dad's awesome. He's got to write a book about fatherhood. Number one: If you had to make a number one, that was like you got a glare. <laughs> if you had to make a number two, he'd be like. What are you, a pig? <laughs> Pigs eat and go to the bathroom. They eat one end and shooting out the other end. Sit down. Tough to believe you became an angry rock star. <laughs> not go to the bathroom. Man. Okay, even when your mom made paella. All right. Uh, okay, question number nine. How do you feel about loud noises and chaotic scenes? A, I can't stand them. B, sometimes I can tolerate them. C, they don't bother me. Or D, they energize me. Um, I'm going to go with B, sometimes I can tolerate them. Not big on to- on, on, cha- on chaos anymore. I lived it. Uh, Beth Lockwood? I think B. Sometimes I can tolerate yeah. them. Dark Side Dave? I'll also go with the B. Sometimes I can tolerate them. And Nick? Um... Can't stand them, tolerate them, they don't bother you, or they energize you? Uh, I'd have to go with B. Kind of in the middle on that one. Sounds surprising. Okay. All right. Yeah, to me, it's like when I'm, if, if, if I'm there for a chaotic scene, I'm cool with it. I like the chaos. But I don't like chaos when I don't want to. You know I mean? It's like a, a black or white thing for me. I don't want, like, chaos to invade my quiet time. All right, question number uh, 10. Decisions in my family were made mostly by A, mom, B, dad, C, both parents, D, the kids, or E, the whole gang. Uh, in, in my house, decisions were made by B, dad. Beth? I think so for mine too. Dad. Dark side? Um, my dad would always, like, throw it out there, but mom would put the kibosh on it every once in a while. So, uh, I'll say both of them. Both parents, yeah, see? Yeah, And Nick Lentino? 
Well, it's weird in my house because my mom made the decisions, but my dad carried out the plan <laughs> and was the enforcer. <laughs> so I guess that the he, plan he, is your mom. Your dad was your mom's goon. <laughs> yeah, my dad. I do that in our house a lot. <laughs> uh, so what do I do there? Say both or? Sounds like your mom. I think your mom is it's decision, not execution. No. Mm. Anybody can be a dunderheaded uh, lackey in a goon. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. 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 Hey, I said that I do the same thing in my house, okay? <laughs> so, okay, so uh, you're going to say mom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, question 11. The last five questions here. We're playing Who's Your TV Family? By answering these questions, we're going to find out which television family, classic television family, would we fit best in with? It's an emo.com online quiz that we got here. 11. Is being more successful than your friends important to you? A. Definitely. B. With some friends. C. Not really. Or D. No, not at all. Um, now, I'm trying to be completely honest here. I want to say no, not at all. But I don't mind the fact that I am like you know I mean I do get a certain pleasure out of it is getting pleasure out of it and it being important to you two different things or do you I think, think they're so. one of the same maybe you should take a C not really uh, I'm gonna take a C for that because I really no I definitely don't care I mean I've been a failure when my friends were doing well for a long time I mean I get pleasure out of the fact that I am doing well so I'll take a not really C Beth Lockwood I'll take a not really okay C for Beth Lockwood Dark Side Dave no, not at all. That's a D. He's a common man. And Nick Lentino? I'd have to go with uh, C. You're a liar. What do you mean I'm a liar? Longmeadow, man. You grew up in Longmeadow. It was all about keeping up with the Joneses. It's all about you know, who's doing better than who. Uh, Did it take any of that with you? Some of your friends? You don't want to go back to Longmeadow and be doing better than your friends from Longmeadow were? Uh, no, because, I mean, the friends... You're a rotten liar. No, that's not That's not true. No, right, I, I'm, I'm asking not. him. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing him. So you're still sticking with C? Yes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Question 12. Do you still go on family vacations? A, a few times a year. B, once a year. C, once every few years. Or D, never. Now, I got a question for you. Um, I think they mean twice, with your parents... That's with the parents. So yeah. me and my brothers and sisters going on a camping yeah. trip every couple of a uh, couple times a year. That's doesn't that, count. Yeah, that I think. It, well, I think it's that family. Yeah, I don't think it means your wife and kids. But your brothers and sisters count, I think. Okay, so I'll say once a year. Okay, B for me. Mm -hmm. Beth. Um, my sister and I go to Block Island together every year, just the two of us. So I'll say. You and your mom went down to Florida. Yeah, my mom and I went to Florida. So I'll, I'll say once a year though, because it's not it's not a habit. You know that it's several times a year. Darkside Dave. Well, every year my parents go up to Vermont for two weeks, and uh, I'll go up there for like a day, you know, to hang out with them and stuff. So, I think that's a once a year. Yeah. yeah, I guess once a year. And Nick Lentino? My dad put a stop to family vacations when I was a junior in high school, so I'd have to say never. <laughs> okay. Somehow I think you might have had something to do with that. <laughs> Question number 13. Do you enjoy having a consistent routine? A, I love it. B, sometimes. C, once, only for a little while. Or D, routines kill me. Um, I'm going to have to go with, uh, as far as enjoy having a consistent routine, no, I, I'll go with uh, C, only for a little while. What's B? What's B? Sometimes. I'll take that. 
Okay, Dark Side Dave. Oh, when it comes to having a job, I like it. No, I think they mean like job. Then you go to the gym. Then you go, you know, every day sort of do the same. Everybody has a job. Yeah, sometimes I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sometimes and Nick. No, I hate routine. So routine kills you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, D for Nick. Routines kill him. Number fourteen. Are your parents web savvy? A. They're addicted to the internet. B. They can get around on the web. C. They can send emails, but that's about it. Or D. They're still having trouble with the VCR. <laughs> well, my parents in the recent couple of years have gotten a little bit web savvy, so I say they can get around on the web. B for me. Beth. See, my my dad is you know he works and is really good with computers. It's not a, he does it for a job. It's not an addiction, but I'll say they are really savvy. So I'll say A, but not really by choice. You know they don't sit online and they're okay. not like Sean. All right, uh, it's no kidding. Uh, who is uh, Dark Side Dave? That's like over the past year they've been really hooked on it lately. Like they've been getting into it. So I'll say A. You turned them on okay. to amihotornot.com. No, rate your rack. <laughs> rate your like rack. my nude photo. Yeah. Com. All right, and Nick Lentino. My parents still have trouble with the remote control. Never mind the VCR. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go with D there. Doesn't your they're still having trouble with the VCR? See, your dad used to sell computers. Yeah, he sells computers. That doesn't mean he knows how to use them. All. Okay. <laughs> That's just the last question. Guy. The last question. And who's your TV family quiz? Do you buy presents for people in your family? Do you buy presents for people in your family? A, all the time. B, on special occasions. C, just for Christmas or birthdays. Or D, hardly ever. I'm a C, just for Christmas or birthdays. I'll say on a Beth? Uh, B. B, on special mm-hmm. occasions. Dark side. Well, yeah, you know, like Father's Day and Mother's Day and stuff like that. So I'll go B. Oh, wait a minute. I'm a Father's Day and Mother's Day as well. Would I be a B? I think so. Yeah, it's a special occasion. And Christmas... And birthdays. Okay, I'll change mine to a B, Nick. Uh, Sean, I'm on special occasions. I forgot about those days. And Nick? Uh, I'm bad about I have to go with hardly ever. I'm awful about that. They get some for Christmas, but that's it. <laughs> okay, hardly ever for Nick. <laughs> All right, well, that's the end of our quiz. Now, Sean is going to take our scores and put them into the computer, and uh, hopefully we'll get them back shortly. Uh, otherwise, we'll have to tell them to you on Monday, the results. And if you want to do this quiz yourself... Go to emo.com and check out Who's Your TV Family. Coming up next, it's time for the news. Is it not, Nick Lentino? Yes, it is, D. Calling you Nick Lentino now. Uh, okay, Beth Lockwood, are you ready to tease us? Or you I am to... ready. There's a okay, big, what's going on? big, big, big boxing match this weekend. Two names you may recognize, but the fighters mm-hmm. are new, and it's Chicks. Also, workers at Disney cool. World have won the right to wear clean underpants if they're one of the characters. I'll bet you didn't know that that was a problem. Yeah. Also, the, Itali- the, the Italians say there's a better way to end a fight than kissing and making up. I'll tell you what their solution <laughs> is. Also, a man... <laughs> not that extreme. A man sets records doing weird things with snakes. I'll tell you about his adventures. And naked balloon rides over South Carolina happening this weekend. Awesome. Awesome. All right, so stick around for that and more on D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. D. Snyder Radio. Oh, what better way to celebrate? On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder.
Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104. Next week, we're going to have some fun. Especially next Friday. Because uh, Poison's Glam Slam Metal Jam is in town. Which means CeCe DeVille's coming to the studio. He's going to hang out for the whole show. (laughs) The whole show? For real? (laughs) He says he's coming at 6 (laughs) o'clock. Damn, I'm in there! He is hyped up. He's going to be good, too. He's very good. Uh, here's a letter uh, I'd like to read. It says, D and the gang, once again, I am proud of Nick. As a confident heterosexual man, he said what a nice guy Seth was. That was the gay yeah. gentleman called. And that he'd like to be friends with him. Sad to say, but there are men in this world who would not react the same way as Nick did in that situation. Mad props to Nick for being a true man. Signed, that's Michelle Z. P.S. I think that D. Snyder Radio should declare the first week of June Nick Pride Week and celebrate it annually. <laughs> Please, no. How oh, the tables have turned. <laughs> Nick Pride Week. <laughs> Get a little triangle. What color you want? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Time now for the news. Uh, enjoy. D. Snyder Radio. Police are warning residents about possible black bears on the loose in eastern Connecticut. Officials say at least two black bears have been sighted in the North Wyndham, Willimantic area. And police are urging residents not to feed the bears and to leave them alone if they do see them. Black bears, cool. See, that's got attitude. <laughs> don't, and don't shoot them. Okay. Turkeys. Yeah. See, if, if traffic stops because a black bear's in the road, that's that's got attitude. Yeah. Traffic stops because there's turkeys and the wild turkeys in the road who are pecking the tires. That just hurts us. Yeah. Doesn't help. Several brands of sun-dried tomatoes sold throughout New England are being recalled. West Haven-based Cosmos Food Products, which packages those tomatoes in olive oil, announced the recall yesterday because the packages contain sulfites not listed on the label. Brand names are Cosmos, Ciro, Famoso, and Del Racolta. So if you have Del Racolta, yeah. What is it again? Because we buy that brand. There's well, if you don't have an allergy to sulfites, I wouldn't worry about it. But if you do, you can go into anaphylactic shock if you have them. So be yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty I'm cool with sul- I'm down with sulfites. Good for you. <laughs> More than two dozen people will be watching Timothy McVeigh die Monday. The Oklahoma City bomber has dropped any further appeals and is scheduled to be executed. Tinted glass will keep McVeigh from seeing victims' relatives, one of whom says his death will make the world seem brighter. That was awesome. So when is that happening? Exactly? Monday morning, eight. Monday. Well, they, I thought it was at midnight they throw the switch or something like Not that. Always. Now you do it in the morning. Yeah. So, what do you have a last breakfast? No, actually, you took the next story right out of my mouth. See, how about that? He oh. will actually die, probably a little hungry. His last meal will actually be served noon on Sunday. So that's about 18 or 19 hours before he's scheduled to die. Yeah, that's like, for whatever reason, that's when he'll be getting his last meal. And he has asked officials to keep his order secret until after he's dead. And then we'll find out what his last meal was. Uh, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. And people, even if you do care, 
act like you don't. Okay? Don't give this guy any mm -hmm. credibility. He's a t-shirt. All right? That's, that's, that's as they said in seven. He doesn't deserve any. He's getting too much attention as it is. Let's get, just get rid of the bum. Throw the bum out. And I was kind of bummed that he was getting lethal injection because I know mm -hmm. it's kind of a nice way to go. But at least now we'll have hunger pains. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it gives a little edge. Tony Blair is in again. Britain's Prime Minister is celebrating a Hope second term. Hope he dies begging for like a, like a, uh, begging for, I don't know, a Triscuit or something like that, you know. <laughs> Please, a pretzel, anything. I'm, I'm dying here. <laughs> Blair wins with the triumph of his Labour Party in yesterday's election. Opposition leader William Hague phoned his congratulations this morning, then quit at his head of the, con of the Conservatives. So Tony Blair is around for a little while in England. Apparently the uh, Conservative Party over there completely miscalled... Mm the election in the sense that what the people wanted and what the people's concerns were. And they were like totally focused on keeping England out of the European nation or so to speak, whatever the business Union, thing they yeah. got going on with the Euro. The, what is it called? The, the European Union. Yeah. And, uh, and people didn't care about that. And no matter how much they were told that people didn't care about that, they just kept Focusing and focusing and focusing, and they got slaughtered. They found out? Slaughtered. Yeah, it's the end of that guy. An ex-janitor with mental problems is blamed in a stabbing attack that killed eight Japanese school children today. The man was overpowered by two teachers at an elementary school in Osaka, but not before he slashed 23 people, all but two of them children. What? I, what's amazing is it's a knife. Was it a knife or a sword? Yeah, or what was he using? Stabbing. How nuts is... I mean, not, don't get me wrong. Shooting people is nuts, too, but it's easy to shoot people. Well, you walk and you pull the trigger. These are kids. Yes, you've got to be running up to people, plunging the knife in, pulling it out, running up to the next person. And I mean, little kids, D. Little kids. dick. It's out of... I mean, it's just... That's like one of the most insane things I've ever heard. I know. To me, it's more insane than Columbine. You say, well, why? Because of the physicality of it. The physicality of having actually go and plunge. I mean, how, you know, there's a, there's a, a distance when you pull on the trigger. You can sort of dis disassociate yourself from the action to an extent because, but here your hand is connected to the thing that's actually killing the person. Right up close. And, <sighs> I mean, it's little kids. I don't people well, are here, obviously, so up. Nuts. So effed up. Well, here's some good news. Pets may do more than provide companionship to kids. New research finds they may actually reduce the likelihood of some common health problems down the road. Researchers found children who grow up around cats or dogs are less likely to suffer from asthma or allergies later in life. This could prove what doctors call the hygiene hypothesis, which says Americans may grow up too clean. We've talked about this a lot. I have said this yeah. forever, forever. That too clean is not good for mm -hmm. you. It weakens you. It doesn't strengthen you. I'm not saying you should wallow in your own filth or drink <laughs> urine. I am saying that, you know, you drop a little food on the ground. As long as there's no hair or dirt yeah. on it, you brush it off, kiss it up to God, and go for it. And all this antibacterial soap is overkill. You're killing all the good bacteria. I never buy that antibacterial hand pump soap. Uh, there are there's are people who believe and I and and I might go with them that we're weakening ourselves by mm -hmm. drinking only bottled water. 
I drink that, right that, out of the tap all the time because of do that. You? Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? And What's you're being vindicated. They're saying that most of yeah. this bottled water isn't even right. any better than tapped water. And at, the, at least you're getting fluoridated water as well, so it's good for your teeth. And look at her teeth. That's right. Look at her teeth. Go online, Radio104.com, and look at her teeth. <laughs> Some damn good teeth you got there, Lockwood. Well, it's almost like old times. Ali and Frazier staging a war of words before stepping into the boxing ring. But this is a new generation and another gender. The daughters of Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier say they can't wait to slam each other in the ring tonight at a casino in New York. Verona, yeah. New York. <laughs> Layla Ali says of Jackie Frazier, she's going to, quote... Break her head off, beat her up, and put her to rest. Frazier says she's, quote, going to cook that Ollie chicken girl. It's been 30 years since Joe Frazier won a brutal 15-round decision over Muhammad Ali in what became known as The Fight, the first of their three memorial bouts. Ali won the last two. Frazier is expected to attend tonight. No word on whether Muhammad Ali will be there. <laughs> you know, it. uh... This brings no meaning to the term giving her a licking. Um, question for you. Can two women do anything in the world, Dark Side, without you playing that, that sound bite? It's like the women nope. went shopping. Yeah, Dark Side. Hit in the button. Disgusting, Dark Side. Uh, do they say what they're going to be wearing? Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 got, a I got some uh, interesting um, questions here and observations. Right. First of all, first of all, Layla, Layla Ali, mm -hmm. that's her name? Right. Um, she's 23 years old. And she's been boxing for some time. Frazier's kid, what's her first name? Jackie. Hooters, Hooters, Hooters. She was a lawyer who's 39 years old. She's 39. She started boxing two years ago. So, now she has been boxing for two years. But that is a considerable age difference. I, do you think that, you know, with men... A 39-year-old going against a 23-year-old, that's a, that, there's some significant issues there. Do you think that it'll play into tonight's fight, the fact that Layla is so much younger than Jackie? I would think. That's a huge age difference. Yeah. Now, also, uh, they're both both pretty attractive, actually. Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, but, man, Jackie is, is beefy. She's not, not fat. She's got some big-ass arms. They were both throwing some muscles up there when they weighed in, mm -hmm. and Jackie's got some... Some big arms. I don't know. So I, I, I think it's going to be an interesting fight, yeah. quite honestly. I have I was, no interest in men boxing. I have even less interest in watching women box. I okay, can't imagine wanting to be a boxer. Um, anybody here going to go watch the fight or be interested? Is it going to be televised? I think it's pay-per-view. Pay uh, probably, yeah. You interested, Nick? Of course I am. Come on, Really? I mean, they're pu just punching each other. Yeah. You like that? Of course I do. I love when women are violent with, uh, with other women. Dark side. But it's not like pulling their hair and they fall down like it's a dynasty scene. It's yeah, a boxing it, match. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because, listen, Beth, and this is in all honesty, they're going to be Tell wearing me. tight spandex yeah. clothes. Mm -hmm. Their boobs are going to be jiggling around everywhere. Hooters, hooters. They're going to be I mean, They have sports bras other. on, though, don't they? They hold them pretty <laughs> stiff. <laughs> no, they just wear pasties. Yeah, days. but they're still going to be tight to their bodies, so you see them, like, jiggling around and stuff. And then the punches, you know, you jiggle a little bit with each punch. They're hitting each other in the stomach. That's awesome. Who doesn't... I mean, people, for the most part, if there's a fight, the first thing that they do is look. They want to see. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what. 
This fight's going to put the box back in boxing. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry, Valley. I resist. Nice beaver. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know you're interested in hearing this story, Dee. The workers who play Mickey Mouse and other costume characters at Florida's Walt Disney World have negotiated the right to wear clean underpants. Under the terms of a tentative contract, the workers will get to take home their undergarments each night to clean them themselves instead of relying on the company launderers. Many of the workers at the Magic Kingdom have to wear company-issued underwear inside those costumes because regular underwear can bunch up, apparently. And every night, the workers have to turn in those undergarments with the rest of their costumes before going home. Some workers, however, complained about poor cleaning jobs and coming down with things like scabies and lice. What's the matter, honey? A little extra cheese on the taco? And I don't know about that, but other creepy diseases. So finally, they had to. can you imagine negotiating to their contracts that they could actually bring home these underpants and wash them at home? You're missing a key thing. What am I missing? They didn't get their underpants back. It was... It would go into a pool. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah, like right. they washed. I just want to be clear. They didn't wash their underwear and hand them back their own underwear. They would take everybody's underwear, wash them, and then you got back mm-hmm. whoever's underwear. See, that's where the scabies and lice and, and all the other mm-hmm. creepy things. I can't believe they had to negotiate I that. I know. It's rough down there. I How love the Magic How many years has that been kingdom, around? But- <laughs> Oof. Oh my God! How many? It's been it's been around since the fifties. They've been wearing other people's underwear since back then. <laughs> I hope they're not the same ones. I mean, Oof. here at these side of radio, at the end of each day, we turn in our underwear and they're washed. But each of us gets our own underwear back. Come on, full courtesy. Oh, Clear kidding. Channel extends to us. Come on Eisner, <laughs> lighten up. <laughs> we had to negotiate for months this is to get the right to wear our own uh, underpants. Come on. I mean, this is bad press. You've got to work this out before it gets this far. I well, mean, you know, imagine if, if they did that here and on Monday, Beth, you might come into work and have to wear scubas. I mean, how insane is that? Todd, I'd like to hand in my resignation. I mean, I I and three of my friends could fit in them. A and B, I don't want to wear them. It's like a hammock. I don't want to wear scuba's underpants. (laughs) And we we got the results of our quiz, so we can do that after the news, which is cool. Well, a survey of Italian couples has found the best way to end a fight is to order a pizza. Rather than kissing and making up. (laughs) Hundreds of couples were asked by the Italian Meta Institute how to best end a fight, and more than half said they called for a pizza. Only 20% used (laughs) sex to show they were sorry. Oh, that's insane. Anybody knows that Chinese food is much better than (laughs) making up than pizza. You order Chinese. Who doesn't order Chinese? Well, you know what they say about makeup sex. That's uh, some of the best. What's better? Okay, guys. Now, I, for one, can't tell you about hate sex. <laughs> I've not had hate sex. I didn't know about hate sex until I met you guys. And then, <laughs> subsequently, I've spoken to some of my friends. And, and they're like, oh, yeah, hate sex. Sure. Hate sex is great. I'm like, where was I when, that was, <laughs> when the memo on that was passed out? I was completely looked over for some reason. I missed that day. I was sick. So, what's better, Nick? Makeup sex or hate sex? Or getting a pizza. Uh, hate sex. Hmm. Or getting a pizza. Okay, you can take giving a pizza or getting eating. Hate sex better than makeup sex. 
Hmm. Dark side? Um, no. Well, see, hate sex has like more. I don't know. Edge. Yeah, more edge to it, but uh, sometimes it's just like not nice, you know. Well, that's the whole point. Well, yeah, it, it can be pretty brutal. I'll say makeup sex. Good for Michelle you, Dark Side Dave. That's good. Good yeah. man. Okay, I, I, I don't know, and because I haven't had hate sex. All, All right, then makeup sex or pizza? You can answer that one. Oh, makeup sex. Okay. What are the Italians insane? <laughs> <laughs> it's just that they're, they're, they're having so much sex over there in Italy. It's just like a change of pace <laughs> with them. It's the wrong people to talk to. A man has broken his own world record by sharing his sleeping bag with 109 rattlesnakes. <laughs> Jackie Bibby from Texas also holds records for sitting in a bathtub with 75 rattlers and dangling eight from his mouth at one time. 50-year-old calls himself the Texas Snake Man. His next plan is to sit in a pit full of snakes and to kiss a cobra on its head. He's only had to go to the hospital four times in 32 years of snake antics for serious bites. So they're going to let him out, let him out of the mental institution <laughs> to do this? Apparently or is he going to do it right there in his cell? <laughs> and finally right now, so we can get to our results, this weekend in South Carolina, if... Getting naked and then going up in a hot air balloon is your thing. That's where you'll want to be. Organizers of the Dare to Bear Balloon Rally say theirs is a first of its kind. Bear balloonists will take off from a private nudist colony in South Carolina. Uh, they'll be flying about 3,000 feet above the ground, so people on the ground won't see the balloonists and what they're not wearing. However, before they come down to the earth, they will get dressed because, you know, the balloons land far from where they took off. So don't worry, there won't be a lot of people naked running out of balloons all over day, <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> when, when I lived in Florida, there used to be a lot of ballooning going on. And one time, have you ever heard a balloon, like, take off or land? It's really loud. Because mm -hmm. they use the fire, you know, that the gas, and it's... I mean, they're really loud. And we woke up early one Sunday morning to this really loud, and went, what the hell is that? Go out. And a balloon is coming down unplanned in the development where we lived in an open field area. Can you imagine the excitement if that had been nude balloonists in there? That would have been. It was exciting as it was to see the big balloon coming down. If the if the uh, people running it were naked, that would have been a real bonus. So yeah, it's probably a good idea they put their clothes on. Baseball yesterday, Yankees shut out Baltimore four nothing. Red Sox eight one over Detroit. Mets beat Philadelphia six five. Hockey last night, Colorado shuts out New Jersey four nothing. So that series now tied three games apiece, deciding seventh game Saturday. At Colorado, all the way to the end for that series. Mostly sunny, near 80 today. Tonight, some clouds in the 50s. And tomorrow, again, nice. Mostly sunny, upper 70s. 62 at 941. All right. Well, we took a little test to see who our television family would be, our TV family. And uh, we got it at emo.com. Online quizzes caught our eye. And we got our results. Sean fed them into the computer. So, Sean, what do we got? Who... So what do I got first? Well, D, first off, you are the Jetsons. <laughs> family is most like the Jetsons. Huh. Yeah. Give me my music, dog side. <laughs> Here we go. This beginning sounds a lot like the Flintstones. Yeah, but up. Oh, wrong show. I 
Okay, Jetsons. Right on. Very modern, very futuristic. Yeah, it says yeah. modern, always trendy, and just a little bit crazy. George, Jane, Judy, and Elroy are your family's TV soulmates. A calm mom heading up the household, keeping zany dad from flipping his lid at least once a day. Life was <laughs> never boring for the Jetsons. Well, I guess uh, I guess we were kind of Jetsony. All right, Beth Lockwood. Who is who is Beth? Well, ben. I could not be happier that my family is the Keatons. <laughs> I love family ties. I'm okay. so pleased. And I, I really think you am. are the Keatons. I think that makes a lot of sense. Huh. This was their theme song. Yeah. I can't believe the show was successful. It says hippie idealists with a dash of conservatism. In the form of Michael J. Fox, Stephen Elise, Alex Mallory, Jennifer, and even little Andrew are your TV soulmates. You don't, by any chance, have a weird next-door neighbor named Skippy, do you? <laughs> All right, and uh, who is Darkside Dave's TV family? I hate to say this, but Darkside Dave is also the Jetsons. I thought we were very similar as we were going. I yeah. thought there was a lot of parallels between our families. Say, Dark Side, what do you think about that? Yeah, you know, hey, I'll take it. Judy was pretty hot. It's your sister, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, you can't be <laughs> your sister. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> you got, your priorities are all wrong. And last but not least, our very own Nick, this boy Lentino. Uh, whose family, what TV family was he? Well, it says... Q Frank Sinatra singing Love and Marriage. Your family is most like married with children underachievers, the Bundys. <laughs> your dad love might... Love and marriage. Love and marriage. Your yeah. dad might not sit on the couch all day with his hand down his pants. Or maybe he does. And your mom might, might not prance around in tight pants and high heels, but Al, Peggy, Bud, and Kelly are still your family. <laughs> <laughs> the Bundys. Oh, You're boy. definitely a Bud. You're a Bud Bundy. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. All right. Must be very proud. Okay. We're going to take a break. We come back. It's time to play What Do We Learn Today? It's the end of the week. We're all taking off of parts unknown and known. So uh, give us a call at 860-666-4444 and tell us what you learned today. Make it good because we're giving away a pair of invites to D-Day. D-Day 2, that is, on June 29th at Six Flags, New England in Agawam, Massachusetts. Okay? So call. Let us know what you learned. Win the invites. It's going to be the hottest ticket in town. I can say ticket there. All right, stick around. What do we learn today is next. Steve Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. Steve Snyder Radio. You'll make it yours as well. Call D now. 666-4444. That's the whole idea. Radio 104. Now back to D Snyder Radio. See my peeps. Can't wait. What do you want? to get yourself ready. Psych yourself up. Do some of those rock star breathing exercises. Put on the makeup. Well, not yet. What are you wearing? I'm going to go on until 11 p.m. tomorrow night. Are you, are you going to 
Wear makeup? Um, well, you know, I'm I'm trying to decide. I Need mean, a little eyeliner. Got black uh, spandex outfit. <laughs> that made me a new top, which is really cool. It's got some old tattered things on, and she insisted on a new top. Uh, and uh, the the hair. That's my sure, that'll, they'll they'll have a presence. They'll have a presence, sure. Uh, well, people in the front, of course, but they hopefully have those big screens so everybody can see it. Um, the hair, what I do is I like I wet it down before I go out there, so I don't wear it like you know, like you know, I put all the gel in it, yeah. get rid of the gel so it's loose, gotcha, and it hangs. And uh, and now it's getting a little longer now, so I got something to flail around a little bit, you know, not not certainly not the old days when I had the huge mane, but there's something to whip around. I'll wear a little eyeliner. Possibly touch a mascara. <laughs> thinking about somebody's the, uh, fabulous. Thinking about the nose ring. Oh, it bring goes, it back. I've still got the piercing. I've got a retainer in here. Thinking about you know whipping that out. I haven't worn that in a while, but it, it really gives a uh, insane kind of look. That's really finish. an attention getter. <laughs> yeah, I think it really finishes the ensemble. If you know what I mean. So uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm in, Completely decide about the nose ring, but I'm ready to go. I don't, you know, I'll get, I'll, I'll get psyched. You should wear that through the metal detector and have to set it off, and then have to take it out of your nose and put it apparently, in the tray. <laughs> I, I don't get this, but apparently, surgical steel, which is what those things are made of, do not set it off. Because I had a, a, a guitar player in the SMFs for a while, Keith Alexander, who had about 15 genital piercings, if not more. <laughs> And we were always just dying, waiting for him to go to a metal detector, God, figuring out how to explain this. Hmm. And it didn't set it off. I suppose because people have pins in their legs and arms and steel plates yeah. in their heads and stuff like that. So. I guess you don't make weapons out of surgical steel. Yeah. Although, it might be, I may have just hit the criminal community to a wait for the metal detector. Yeah. yeah. So he, he was dying for it to set it off. They were say, okay, uh, take everything metal out that you got, you know, and he was, hmm. he was one of those guys that was very comfortable with, like, pulling out his Schwanstucker. So it would have been very enjoyable. But that said, it's time to play What Do We Learn Today? Do we have some sponsors? Yes, we do. Once again, brought to you by Boomer McLeod of Orange on Boston Post Road in Orange. Also brought to you by Town for Tire, the best place for the most brands, best prices, and personalized services. Sing it, everybody. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. Before I pick up call number one, I would like to read an email from Flip, who, commenting on yesterday's What We Learned Today, said, Did anyone else notice how, during What We Learned Today, how Darkseid was fighting with the peeps and calling them names like Nick usually does? While Nick just sat back and laughed at what they said, like Darkseid normally would. Was that? It's been a, yeah. It, yeah, it's been an interesting reversal of roles in the last couple of days. <laughs> Great. Nick has been sort of sitting very calmly and quietly while you floundered around and, hey, F you, man. <laughs> uh, your, your voice is even changing. <laughs> so uh, it's a good observation. There. It's been a rough week for you, Darkseid. I know. Let's talk to Michelle from Plantsville. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Dave. Is this Michelle Z? Yes, it is. Oh, how did I know? Good to talk to you, Michelle. Michelle always writes letters mm -hmm. to me. So, Michelle, 
Tally, what did you learn today? Well, I learned that I spoke a little too soon when I suggested Nick Pride Week after hearing, hearing him name his price on having gay sex. Yeah. <laughs> 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 See, you got to be careful. You, you know, exactly. Maybe you should put a little disclaimer. If Nick does anything really embarrassing between now and the time you read this letter, please forget anything I said. Right, exactly. <laughs> Hold on, Michelle. Yeah, to, yeah Nick. Two G's? I, I, I appreciate the honesty, but two G's, Jesus. In that case, <laughs> hit the streets, man. You might pick up a couple of dollars. <laughs> Beth Lockwood, what did you learn today? Oh, yeah. I learned that there isn't much I can say about two women doing any kind of activity together that won't get this kind of a reaction from Dark Side Girls. <laughs> I can say... Two women went to church today, and this is what I get. Get <laughs> up. Dark side. It could happen. Yeah. That's blasphemous, man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's a holy place, dude. Okay, let's see if we... I think I can work this out. Um, let's see if we can stop Dark Side from pushing the button, okay? All right. Darkside's mom and her sister went to the grocery store yesterday. See, I told you. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> it took him a second though. <laughs> Ted from Winchester's on the phone. Good morning, Ted. Good morning. How you doing, man? Ted, we're good. What did you learn today, Ted? I learned today that what Melissa, what Melissa Etheridge's sister did to her gives a whole new meaning to the term of twisted sister. No, that's true. <laughs> oh, no. Dark side is Sorry, not too... <laughs> what was that, Dark side? I'm your oh, sister. I'm your sister. <laughs> dark side's got something for every occasion. Speaking of which, Dark side Dave... Uh, you got a good sense in here. Well, I like it. Well, D, I guess what I learned. <laughs> no, I, I basically learned that uh, with all the emails that came in um, bashing me today that I'm cool with it. You know, I, I understand. And um, I guess I'm not going to let it bother me because I don't really need Nick's little fan club. Um, you know, on my side, if that's how they want to be, if they don't want to see the reasoning behind everything, oh, you know, and the God. reasons why. Shut up for a minute, dude. On the reasons why I didn't do it. If they don't want to see that, that's that's totally fine with me. I'll be the more mature one about this now, and uh, I'll stop telling them all to f you and stuff like that. Do you realize? I mean, how far this thing has come. The word Nick and fan club were used in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Nick has a fan club now. Oh my God. Coming so hugely popular. I mean, you got to you got to do this again, Nick. Anytime you feel that you're starting to lose it with the audience, just drink a cup of your own yeah. pee. Yeah. Okay, let's talk to Gina from Bethany. Good morning, Gina. Hey, D. How are you? I'm doing good. That's um, good. What did you learn today, Gina? Today, I learned that hairdressers ought to get hazard pay for working with sharp implements and uh, having such a thin skin. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I did. I will admit that I did, you know, sort of 
say it in a disparaging kind of way. I said, it's the son of a hairdresser. But I was actually meaning from common beginnings. And my own wife being a, a licensed hairdresser, I, I was really surprised to get that reaction. It was, and, and then a little bit of like disparagement was you know, my thing towards John, not towards hairdressers in general. Fine, fine people. Right? Especially Car Carmela, who cuts your guys' hair. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And my hair cutter, Suzette. From the house of Suzette. Uh, let's talk to... Oh, Nick. <laughs> Do the dance, Nick. Do the dance. There you go. <laughs> Oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm so great. I could do this, I could do that. I'm going to training camp. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Actually, what did you learn today? I learned, D, that, you know, you're making yourself out to be quite a radio personality and star, but I learned you're right back in the movies, Basic Instinct 2, little Sharon Stone. She's looking for a partner. And uh, I think you guys would be quite a match. Look no further. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, with this one, because it is a violent film, you know, that ice pick there. It is a violent movie. So you could always incorporate, you know, the donkey punch into this whole movie. <laughs> and I think there would be no greater moment in movie history than to have... D. Snyder doing Sharon Stone from behind. Whip out everything. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. And then at the movie, you just knock her out with one good one. And then Captain Howdy comes out, and that brings you right into Strangeland 2. And there you go. That's, that's a huge movie stuff for you in your career. Thank you. <laughs> and I'll just, I'll just take a finder's fee on that. You can take all the royalties and everything. So. Okay. Yeah, at least I <laughs> good thing is I won't have to teach Sharon. Um, well, that won't be happening, Nicholas, because my wife informed me many years ago that if I was to get involved in films, there is no way that I am ever doing any kind of love scene or anything like that. That would be the end of our relationship. Hmm. So I had to design my films where I torture women. <laughs> I don't make love to them. Oh, that's too bad because Sharon just called in on the hotline and said she loved Nick's idea. <laughs> oh, she did? Yeah. Actually, I, now I, I, I think Strangeland 2, Let the Donkey Punch Begin, has a nice ring to it. <laughs> Nick, I don't think you should be describing it. You know, you're supposed to leave something to the imagination. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It's like you forgot about... Announcing what kind of car you drive earlier. I know. <laughs> I know that put that that pee went to your head. Uh, Jeff from Brookville, Brookfield is on the phone. Good morning, Jeff. It's D. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, man. So what'd you learn today, Jeff? I learned that D drives a Shelby Durango. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Cute. Well, I, uh, my former show producer uh, actually talked about that on the air. <laughs> Jack and, and I thank him for that. Sorry. Jack uh, let's see. Uh, what did I learn today? I learned so many things today. I learned that uh, Nick has no clue what the hell's going on in this state <laughs> of Connecticut. 
that he simply goes through the Hartford Advocate and pulls out little advertisements and reads just about anything. And I learned that we got to basically sit on him and uh, make him focus a little more on that. And I also learned this week, I learned this week that it's just so quickly the tide can turn. And in just small little gestures, significant changes can happen to the show. Now, I'm not saying that Dark Side Dave's situation is irreparable or that Nick can't quickly fall out of the good graces of, the, uh, of our audience. But certainly as this week ends, as Dark Side showed, he, he's wearing the dunce cap and uh, Nick's looking uh, like the big man. For drinking piss. Right. I, for drinking his own urine. I know that's even more amazing. That's even more amazing. Well, read of a week. Sean, what do we got? All right. Michelle from Plantsville learned that she spoke too soon on Nick Pride Week after hearing Nick's price for gay sex. Ted from Winchester learned that after hearing what Melissa Etheridge's sister did to her, it gives new meaning to Twisted Sister. Gina from Bethany <laughs> Hairdressers should get hazard pay for working with sharp, uh, sharp instruments and having a very thin skin. And finally, Jeff from Brookfield learned that D, you drive What kind of car I drive. Yeah. Yes, we know. Thank you very you much. You did good, Chubby. You did good. <laughs> um, uh, I like Jeff and Michelle. Uh, Jeff and Michelle. Well, then I'm going with Michelle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and talking to uh, Psycho Dan in the other room. Uh, uh, so uh, people, pro- some people are probably going, well, why is that such a big deal? Well, never mind. Uh, Michelle, hi. How you doing? Doing great, Dave, especially now. Yeah, you're coming to the party, girlfriend. This is so cool. All right, great. All right, well, you're on the list. And hold on a second. We'll get your info. Info. You're coming to D-Day, too. Awesome. And I know you'll be there with bells on, ready to party, well, right? certainly. All right, I okay, will well, Okay, hold on a second, and we'll take care of you. Ted, Jeff, and Gina, thank you for playing. We got to go. Time to ride into the sunrise, as we do here on D-Snyder Radio at the end of the week. Okay, I should tell you that our very own Sean will be appearing with his band Fault Line at... Where are you going to be appearing there, Sean? I can't find the place. Uh, we're going to be at Lark's Cafe in Stafford Springs tonight. <laughs> Got it, yeah. Full light and pyrotechnic show. No opening band, three sets. Showtime's 9.30 p.m. Go down, hang out, and party with Sean. Contrary to the ridicule he gets, his band is quite good and quite entertaining, and a lot of our peeps have been... Much enjoyed your performances. Thank you. Yes, true. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> also, um, next week on D. Snyder Radio, C.C. DeVille will be in the studio. Ted Nugent is calling in. Putting it all behind us, accepting our apology, although he wants a formal one from Dark Side on the air. Uh, enough's Enough, who's also on the Glam Slam Metal Jam. They're good friends of mine. And uh, it's kind of hard to not let them come down to the show. Uh, we'll have the D. Snyder Radio Family Feud. Brand new On the Road with Mudbone. Also, Shame of the City. How could you forget about that? Nick and Sean went out to the Taste of Hartford and nearly got their asses kicked. So uh, it came the closest. You said the closest to physical violence to date, did you not? Yes. Somebody wrote me a letter. I'm going to find this guy's letter here and tell me that I had to be careful because... Basically, I was in danger of having you take over the show, losing my show to you because <laughs> Shame of the City was so strong yeah. and, uh, and uh, you're, you're drinking your own 
was the cutting edge, <laughs> cutting edge of shock radio. And uh, I, I wish I could find this guy's letter because I say to you, my friend, I have no fear of that. <laughs> See, Nick, I mean, Nick is an important part of the show. I am Seinfeld. He is Kramer. <laughs> and uh, I'm certainly all in favor of letting Kramer get as zany and as crazy as he wants. It enhances our program. And I welcome, I welcome Nick's efforts. I'm right behind so, you. And that's why, I mean, I would be a, a lousy show host. If I was to squash the talents, however sick they may be, of my show cast members and not encourage them to be all they can be. Well, I got to go to Sweden. Have a great weekend, everybody. Will Cow's up next. See you Monday, all right? It's Radio 104. Welcome to On the Road with Mudbone. Hop in, ease the seat back, and enjoy the ride. With authorities hot on your trail and toilet paper running low, it is time to get out of Mexico and make your way through the Panama Canal into the former Sudica capital of the world, Colombia. The main tourist attraction in Colombia happens to be the Amazon jungle. This is where tall, beautiful, exotic bitches run around in the jungle wearing next to nothing. And the best part about the Amazon is that you can take one of those undomesticated hoes back home with you as a souvenir. However, it would be a crime to visit the tourist-friendly Colombia without trying some of their world-famous coffee. So here's some tips for making your vacation in Colombia the best it can be. First of all, it is important to be aware that the farmers of Colombia take their coffee beans very serious. In fact, many of those farmers carry automatic rifles to protect their valuable crops. When you run into one of these farmers, tell him you are interested in sampling the product before making a purchase. Break the cultural barrier by telling the farmer you study at Columbia University back in the United States, and there should be no problems. Interestingly, Columbia coffee is so good that it is grinded up into fine white powder and often referred to as Coke. Like the soda. Impress the farmers by doing as the locals do and give the coffee a good whiff. Once you have fed the effects of the caffeine rush to your brain, thank Juan Vadez by swiftly knocking him to the ground with a ghetto chop to his temple. Load up his donkey with as many pounds of coffee as you can. Hop on your new companion and ride his ass into the Amazon jungle. Distribute the coffee to all the Amazon bitches and let the party begin. And remember, if your donkey get out of line, a good swift punch to the back of the head will straighten it right out. Hope you enjoyed the ride. Join us again next week when we'll be on the road with Mudbone.